0: doing it since Sonic 3 & Knuckles ever played Death Egg or Carnival Knight and that's all. He's been doing it since Sonic Adventure 2. And leave him alone! Leave Sonic alone! Okay? And I don't get all the hatred. Leave Sonic alone!
1: Seven of New Nintendo Podcast XL. I'm Joseph Gray and I'm Brandon Smith.
2: Joseph, what are we talking about
1: today? Uh, we're gonna talk about Sonic the Butt Hedgehog, plugs. and we have a special guest.
2: Oh yeah, a special guest with us today. Uh, why don't you introduce yourself, uh, guest? Uh,
3: my name <laughs> is Chris and I go by Burezu on the internet and I love Sonic.
1: Yeah, he's a real uh, Sonic fan. Uh, straight up furry. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I'd say that. <laughs> he's the true Sonic. I am the
3: the ultimate life fan.
1: <laughs> we, had, we had to bring Chris in because um, me and Brandon, we're huge Sonic fans uh, going all the way back. But uh, when I think of like people I know who are into Sonic, uh, I definitely... My immediate association is is Chris. Uh, he <laughs> is nowhere near here. He's living in Japan, uh, but we have him uh, somehow. Brandon's got some kind of audio. in the power
2: tricks. of technology, I was able to record this man into from his Skype audio. It doesn't matter. We ha- we have
1: him. I'm just hoping our audio is better than last episode.
2: Okay, let me just quick sidebar. Let me apologize for that. In my defense. It was recorded on an iPhone driving in a car, so... We're going to do the, the whole so episode
1: much. as a quick sidebar, they're, and then <laughs> in, the we're going like, to yeah. be like, yes, yeah, Sonic, he goes fast. I'd also like to add the addendum that I'm actually in the same room
3: they are. I'm not actually in Japan. Don't look into that U.S. <laughs> government. Like, cool. I, My visa, you know, don't worry about that stuff. Oh, I'm secretly oh. in the United Ooh. States right now.
1: Oh, right. <laughs> For legal reasons. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. Undocumented <laughs> 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 immigrant in Japan. <laughs> yeah, say his last name, so they can search Japan for Chris's that are into Sonic. And probably, I imagine, there's probably a few. Yeah. You know what? Probably. Okay, I'm already way off topic. Swear to God, we'll get back on topic. Okay. But since we're talking about Japan, um, when I lived there, I noticed that uh, it was, I guess, it's anecdotal, but my observation was Sonic is less popular in Japan. so less merch, just less stuff in general for Sonic.
3: Um, I think I would agree with that to an extent, because where I think that Mario is predominantly, like, the main, um, you know, character, uh, or, like, uh, god, what am I trying to say? It's more popular just as a franchise. But, any time I bring up Sonic or I'm wearing a Sonic shirt, it's constantly being pointed out. They're like, holy shit, like, oh, okay. white boy's wearing a Sonic shirt. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. So, I see. So. Yeah, I... I, I wonder if that's an aspect of just being foreign in Japan, though, because I remember um, any interest I showed in anything Japanese, it was like, oh my god, you have a Frieza keychain? You know about Dragon Ball <laughs> Z? That's wild! <laughs> like, I,
3: I would say, though, that Sonic, they do have, like, Sega Joypolices, oh,
1: you know. you're so right! So,
3: uh, and that just Mario doesn't anymore. have that yet, That's so. so true.
1: Yeah, Sega has all those big arcades. They're just everywhere. I, yeah, I once it, wrote a Sega has so many arcades. through a strange turn of events with a pocket full of Sonic Sega tokens in oh. one of those <laughs> arcades because I screwed up and just, like, put all my money in the machine and just converted just, it to pachinko coins, Sega right? coins that <laughs> I didn't know how to use. And then, yeah, that's a story for another time. Anyway, Sonic the Edge, all Um... I guess first question to start us off, because um, we're all gonna have a probably a pretty quick answer to this. What was your first exposure to Sonic the Hedgehog?
2: Uh, for me, it was definitely Sonic the Hedgehog Two for Genesis. It's my first. My that's uncle a had a. To come in. He it's had like a Genesis, which is now my Genesis, and uh, yeah, that was my that was just my first exposure to Sonic was Sonic Two.
1: Good job, Brandon. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. How about you, Chris?
2: Um, It was Sonic 1
3: for the Genesis. Uh, I remember... Well, I don't really fully remember it because I was like a little baby. Um, But we... My dad got the Genesis uh, day one and it was packaged with Sonic, I believe. Yeah. At that time. Oh, so cool. watching family members play that is probably my first exposure.
1: For sure. That's cool. So you like older family members were playing it? Like your dad was playing it and stuff?
3: Yeah, my dad was always um pretty into games uh, like weirdly enough like i mean i think it fell out towards the end of his life but okay. like um he was always buying the latest console i think it was more of a way to like connect with me cuz i didn't really connect with my dad i connected more with my mom yeah uh, but like video games were always a, a way to do that and like incidentally that's how i got a day 1 uh dreamcast as well
1: so oh man nice that's so cool that's What's that? cool
2: Packed in with uh, Sonic Adventure? Did that come with Sonic Adventure?
1: No, okay. it came with a demo disc though that had the first level. Okay, okay. Oh man, with that Orca, <laughs> that oh that's classic. That's old okay. systems. Yeah. What about you, Joseph? What was your first kind of exposure oh, to man. Sonic? Okay. I it's hard to say because it goes with, like almost before I can remember. Um. It was. I think. My friend Mark in kindergarten had a Genesis, which also was kind of his dad's because we were so little. Yeah. Um, I played it over there. I almost feel like it all hit me at once, uh, like at a really young age. The the Genesis game uh, is probably two because i remember Tales like right away okay yeah and then um but it's kind of a blur uh you know, I, I could make a blue blur pun i guess but i'm not going to um it was the game but i didn't have it myself and then it was the cartoon was also on and i was watching that um the comics were at the Grocery store, yeah, and like and readily available and pretty cheap. And I, I would usually get them, uh, but I would get random issues just like whenever we happen to be grocery shopping, yeah. Um, and so I would say it was a comment for me, it was a combination of a friend having a Genesis, uh, the show being on and popular, and uh, the presence of the comments, sure, it's kind of hit me all at once, yeah. I think I like
3: when I started getting like, uh, Cognizant of, like, my thoughts and stuff and Mm -hmm. whatnot. I think that's probably how it all happened to me as well. Like, it was a mass uh, assault on all the media fronts because, like, the comics were relevant ever since I could remember uh, video games and television show, of course.
1: Like, I watched the show before I'd go to school.
3: Yeah. And then, like, Woody Woodpecker would come on after it, I think, or something like that. Oh, my God. I think you might be right. Yeah. For
1: some reason... There's like you just awakened some like dormant connection <laughs> between those two cartoon characters in like that was in me somewhere. That's wild.
3: I mean, to be honest, as a kid, I always wanted there to be like a Sonic game that featured Woody Woodpecker because it so didn't. so wild. This is something know, I never thought about. It never like crossed my mind that like oh they're different franchises and they you know don't even communicate with each other like it can't happen it's just like oh these are two anthropomorphized characters like on after each other why aren't they in the same game
1: i think woody woodpecker was doing something around that time because i feel like that same friend mark who had the genesis had a woody woodpecker like plush toy that was sort of the same style and size as the sonic toys that we ended up having yeah yeah huh Weird. <laughs> <That's not> Woody, <laughs> featuring Woody Woodpecker.
3: Oh, God. Oh, man. Um, to be honest, though, I see Woody Woodpecker shit here all the fucking time, I and I don't it. understand. Oh, I don't know.
2: That's, That's awesome. awesome. I remember when I, last time I was in Japan, like, I just saw so much, like, Lilo and Stitch stuff. So yeah. <laughs> the fact that Woody Woodpecker is popular kind of doesn't surprise me for some reason i don't know why (laughs) um but i want to talk about sonic like who sonic is what makes up sonic because kind of when he first came up on the scene he was just like this fast kind of sassy uh character that had this like 90s attitude you know very just like here here i am watch (laughs) me go you know like (laughs) So, like, what do you guys really remember about, like, Sonic, like, especially, like, early Sonic, like, in the in the 90s, well, like, his general just, like, 90s aesthetic, like how Sonic was back then?
3: Well, I know that Sonic's got, like, the worst name in the world, uh, like Ogilvy, uh, Maurice Hedgehog or something like that. Yeah, that's from, uh, comics. So that's...
1: That's from Archie <laughs> Comics canon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Ogilvy uh, was never in print in the comic but it was stated like in an interview or something Maurice, I- i'm
3: pretty sure that
1: yujinaka uh was just like oh this is to be canon forever yeah. right to look into that i know maurice made it into the comic at some point yeah. they said his middle name they yes I, I someone right?
2: who has read through most of the series recently i i can definitely remember a, a point in the comic when they um, yeah, Maurice so, is actually a thing. Oh, oh no <laughs> actually ever. So like, but Sonic, as just a character itself, like,
1: uh, we have some notes here. It's just well, like, he was like an alternative to Mario. Like Mario was just like really sincere and straightforward. Like yeah, like Absolutely. jump and and stuff. And Sonic was like, so, like he's a period piece. He's a '90s. A, like animal cartoon mascot mm-hmm. who's sassy. Uh, he's got kind of a bad attitude. He's not waiting for anybody. he' not uh, yeah, he's too cool. he's he's, he's very much cute. a product of his time. yeah, absolutely. Um, he uh, apparently was based on Bill Clinton. Uh, huh. They said uh, yeah. and like um, Naoto Oshima said something in an interview that was like, his personality is based on Clinton's, like, get-it-done attitude at the time. Yeah, and I believe that there's even,
3: like, images of uh, Sonic drawn with, like, a saxophone because Bill Clinton famously knows how to play saxophone.
2: I definitely remember
1: Sonic playing a saxophone with sunglasses. Oh, yeah. Same same as Bill Clinton. Early concepts for Sonic... um, he was supposed to be in a band, and he had the, the animal friends were like his band members, and then he had a girlfriend that was a human woman named yep. Madonna. Whoa. You can Paul. look that up. There's like these whole <laughs> concept sketches. And that yeah, because kind of, like, uh, Vector came from it. that. Yeah, yeah. Vector was one of the animal friends, the Vector the Crocodile. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Real weird. And it's basically, it's kind of the animal friends, like the little critters that come out of the badniks when you smash them. Yeah. Like, early on they kind of conceptualized those as like, being his friends or whatever, and not as much just like little animals that aren't human like he is. That's so crazy. Yeah. Really weird. I think, honestly, that's where like Sally Acorn and the characters that ended up in the Saturday Morning Sonic animated series. Yeah. That's kind of where they are adapted from, too. Like uh, the little animals that come out of the bad news. Because they looked anywhere for story. The story in Japan was different than the story that we got in our instruction booklets in the really? United States. Yeah. They, in the United States, they wrote up this whole thing about like um, the planet Mobius and stuff, okay. Dr. Robotnik. Yeah. Because um, they just basically disregarded the story from Japan. What was, the, what was the
2: difference between
1: um, Mars and Japan? I mean, it's really shifted more toward the Japanese perspective on Sonic now. Okay. Um, where it's like an unnamed planet, presumably some version of Earth. And, uh, you know, the bad guy's called Eggman and from the get-go. Um, and I don't know, where did Sonic live? West Island, East Island, South Island, something like that. I I guess. They didn't have- I think those are Dragon Ball locations. Uh. (laughs) City. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it wasn't North Island. (laughs) It was- I I remember that much. But anyway, yeah. There were two different stories and they, they didn't really unify for a while. And that's why, like, the American Sonic kind of, like, went off in its own direction with all the cartoons and stuff. Yeah. And everything didn't come back together until, like, honestly, relatively recently in the last 10, 15 years. That's
3: very true. And I don't want to like push the issue or or topic or anything, but I think it's been even more like just kind of laid out that they're very much just going with like the Japanese idea of Sonic with the the way the games have uh, progressed since colors because Um, I can't remember his name. I want to say it's like Izuka or something. The guy who's running uh, Sonic games right now for Sonic Team. uh, His style and vision of Sonic has been like so layered in that it's kind of changed into a new like everybody talks like there's classic Sonic and modern Sonic. But there's kind of like a third one that's been created out of that, mm-hmm. at least in my opinion.
1: Yeah, no, I see what you mean, that Sonic has a slightly different vibe now than, like, the Sonic Adventure Sonic. Right. There, there's right. sort of, like, a Sonic... Unleash Sonic. There's uh, a Sonic in the Black Knight. Oh my god. We'll, <laughs> we'll get to that, man. It
3: was so weird when they were like, hey, Sonic is going to cross over with Martin Lawrence. Like, I never understood
1: it. <laughs> oh my god. It took me a minute to make that connection. <laughs> Folks at home, why don't you just Google that? <laughs> oh god. Um, okay, but the other... So we say he's partially based on Bill Clinton. Unless I'm just completely out of my mind, I swear I've read that he... He, at least his shoes were somehow based on Santa Claus. Because they're red? Well, I think there's more to it than that. And I, again, I'm just going to leave it to you folks to Google it. As a plant a little seed in your mind. Yeah. Uh, think, think about. But he's kind of like Western for a Japanese property. Like he's based yeah. on Bill Clinton and Santa Claus and stuff.
3: Because he was kind of seen more as to market to the West. Because the West always has that kind of more attitude... In-your-face kind of personality, as opposed to how—I don't want to say like conservative, but I guess like how internal, you know, quiet the Japanese are.
1: Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, Sonic was just flies in the face of that. Yeah, he just—he
2: goes fast. He like stuffs stuffs chili dogs into his mouth, and you know, it's just—I'm so glad you said mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's some more out there. Yeah, um, uh, we'll, I mean, who knows where we'll go. Well, we'll, 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 oh, we'll, see. we'll get we'll
1: get there. We, yeah, we we we, we have it there. Yeah, we'll see. Um, Hold on to your butts. So we want to dive right into uh, Sonic video games. Um, the first thing, for some reason, I guess because it's just like iconic for better or worse. The first thing that Brand and I were discussing when we were getting ready to put this episode together was the music to Sonic games. Uh, so good yeah it is it's good it's very it goes to some wild places like the first thing i think of is like oh yeah the music that's in the genesis sonic games see i don't because uh as soon
2: as the sonic music comes up the first thing i think of is sonic adventure 2 city escape (laughs) rolling around (laughs) at the speed of sound but yeah, that's uh,
1: that's the first thing that pops in my mind. That's head. amazing. And so then it goes from there. To me, it's like that classic Sonic music, like Green Hill Zone or whatever. And then, um, and all the old music. Yeah. Um, but what I mean when I say Sonic music goes to some weird places is, yeah, man, like with Sonic CD, and Chris will probably correct us uh, if we're off on this, but I think it's <laughs> around Sonic CD, they started doing weird stuff with the music. Because Sonic CD had that intro that had that Sonic Boom song. Didn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it, it, well, and it then had From that point versions. on, they started doing the lyrics. And it got kind. wild. Or like once they got to Sonic Adventure.
2: Well, where, where, kind. where does Supersonic Racing
1: Chris from? is saying kind of. And you're right, Supersonic Racing, that's in Sonic R. OK. Mm. School Sonic R immediate. has such a fantastic
3: soundtrack that no one gives credit to.
2: Well, what oh, about yeah. that soundtrack? Because I honestly I don't know a whole lot about Sonic R. Like
3: uh, not many people do. It wasn't a very good game uh, per se, but it its soundtrack is just so upbeat and just like. It, it has that, like, in-your-face, like, this is Sonic R, like, no other game sounds like this. Yeah. Like, kind of personality to it, and it, it's just that the catchiness of every song in that game makes it. It's only, like, five tracks long, I think, like, music-wise, but, like, every single one of it is just so good. That's a
1: um, Sega like Saturn game, right?
3: Uh, yes, it is.
1: Okay. That and there was that weird fighter fighting game that had yes, yeah, like the fighters. Oh man, so- what what well, the hell well, happened? It's called to Sonic Sonic the Fighters. Yeah, what the Could hell happened be... to Sonic during Sonic? I mean, during Sega Saturn. What a weird era. They almost yeah. did that Sonic game that was like, so- uh, it was like Mario Galaxy. Where it was Sonic like... Extreme. Yeah, and then it was canceled.
3: Where it was like it, everything was sphereed like yeah. in, in a Mario Galaxy sense but even like it looked like you were watching it through a fisheye lens almost
1: yeah it looked interesting really
3: yeah there's still a lot of projects trying to like revive that as much as possible um and like I think there's a bounty out right now for uh one of the dev kits uh that stored the data of that game
1: oh man but Sega has I, a whole different approach than Nintendo on that stuff. They're just like yeah cool whatever fan games go for it yeah they uh, uh, that's interesting yeah. um, well, what are your favorite what are your favorite uh, Sonic music tracks throughout history? Not counting cartoon stuff because we'll get into that but from the games um, um
2: you you go first Chris okay I, I was gonna say like, I,
3: I think my favorite music is probably Sonic Adventure 2. Just because that soundtrack is almost perfect. Like every <laughs> track still elicits like emotion from me. Like I, I was just playing Sonic Adventure 2 uh, the other day, honestly, and. I played the last story part of it and I still like got goosebumps like I was like man this story sucks but like the music is so perfectly timed in the game and just every track makes sense in the context of what's supposed to be happening whether like it came out right translated yeah is it is it crush
1: 40 is that did they do all of it or yeah they... they
3: they did all of it Jun Sunoe uh I think I'm probably pronouncing his name wrong and I'm I know Japanese, I just can't (laughs) remember his name right now, but uh, he was composing the music at the time still, so uh, it was still Crush 40, and then he is a part of Crush 40, so yeah, it was all Crush 40.
1: Um, Yeah, man, I remember that soundtrack. My friend had the CDs, like had both Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure 2 uh, soundtrack CDs, and we would listen to them like, yeah. music. <laughs> but I, I, they're I so that. weird. They're like, the, the Sonic Adventure. Adventure ones are like character stories. Yeah. They're like character yeah. profiles.
3: Like, that's, I think that's one thing that Sonic Adventure 2's music did really well, is it took each character and gave them a genre, basically. Yeah, and yeah. And I thought like, that's really fun. Like, it makes sense to the characters to have knuckles. like that
1: personality. Oh yeah. God rap knuckles. Unlike Sonic, I don't chuckle. I'd rather
2: flex my muscles.
1: Oh boy. Uh for
2: me but, what Oh sorry. No no, no no no. What were you gonna
3: say? i was, I was gonna say, like, I don't want to take away though the fact that Sonic Adventure One has an amazing soundtrack as well. It's more reminiscent to the Genesis days. But um other than that, like uh, Sonic 3 & Knuckles has probably the the next best soundtrack out there.
2: Oh, like it's- I mean, you you just... Because to me, that is the pinnacle of, of Sonic music. Is uh, it just because you for, like that game best? No, no, it's... for I like it for a few reasons. I like it for the, like, weird rumor that... I don't know if it's been confirmed or de- denied. I think it's but true. But supposedly, Michael Jackson did the music for Sonic 3... And so, like, that to me kind of makes it exciting to think, like, this big pop star, uh, as big as he was, made the music. But the story love Sonic. Yeah. Uh, the story behind that is that he wasn't happy with the soundtrack because they had to, you know, it's not a full soundtrack. They had to make it so it could work on a video game. So I think the story was that he didn't want to be credited, but I'm pretty sure that Michael Jackson did that soundtrack. But also... No. Actually, um, I
3: actually I'm sorry to like interject here. Um, no, no, no. If you know the
2: truth, that's why yeah, that's please, why you're here, yeah. Chris. Yeah, you're, a resident, you're a resident Sonic expert. So if you know the truth, just tell me.
3: Yeah. The the last I heard, which was about a year or so ago, the story actually like came out from somebody working in the game. Um they stated that Sega had reached out to Michael Jackson to make music for a Sega game. Okay. Um and that's when they were like, "Hey, we want to let's work together. We got this audio chip that, you know, is the best out there." <clears throat> and he started working. He did a couple tracks and he was like, "It's not really there yet." So he waited a little bit and then I believe they made Because he was supposed to do Sonic Uh Two, and then that fell through. And then when Sonic Three was coming out, they had worked together. He made about three to four tracks, and then the allegations started coming out about the the molestations and stuff. Oh. And Sega took that time to distance themselves from Michael Jackson and said, like, we we're not like gonna work together really. They just kind of like ghosted and then gave the tracks that Michael had done to a new composer and said, do this, basically. Okay. So he just sampled it and put it in, but Michael Jackson didn't get to finish the soundtrack by then, and then I think they were like, to finish out his contract or do whatever, I think then they did the Moonwalker game, and that's what he just did the music <laughs> on instead. Well, It could be the other way around oh, that Moonwalker came uh, and then they were going to do Sonic because he had done Moonwalker.
4: Uh-huh.
3: Or they f- to fulfill like a contractor obligation, they did Moonwalker after. Yeah. Like, I can't remember what order, but it all of that is the story. It's just, it may be a little out of order in
2: timeline. Re- regardless. Yes. Uh, so I guess, despite Michael not working on it, I still do like that soundtrack a lot. Um, I think of the... Uh, mushroom hill zone music a lot i love the way uh, that level looks that that pops into my head uh and then a lot of the music from sonic 3 uh especially the there's a snow level i can't remember the name of the zone but uh it starts out with sonic yeah ice cap zone and sonic starts to uh he's like snowboarding uh down like this hill and it's just fucking cool I Think about Which that. kind of
3: started the trend of Sonic on like a snowboard-like object in yeah. almost every game. <laughs>
2: yeah, um, I would say that Sonic Two is also very memorable for me, uh, just because that was the first Sonic game I played, and a lot of music, especially uh, Chemical Plant Zone, and uh... and then I would say the Sonic Adventure games, both the music, like I think I have so much nostalgic memory with that. Uh, there's One time, my friend Simon, he had his GameCube hooked up to his big screen television uh, in his living room. And he had the uh, Eggman theme on from Sonic Adventure 2. And he was dicking around and he flung his controller and it like cracked the screen. But it was just one of the funniest moments. So like when I think of that that song, I am instantly transported back to that moment. Which, oh my which Eggman?
1: Oh. The, the one that goes, I am the Eggman, yes, yes. that's what I am.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: is that <true? laughs> the that, Yeah, to. yeah That's one good. of my favorite Sonic yeah. tracks ever. That's a good one. Um, it's so weird. Well, what about you, Joseph? What would you say is your... Oh, my top favorite Sonic track is from Sonic Triple Trouble for Game Gear. Okay. Uh, Sunset Park Zone Act 3. It may seem like oddly specific but uh, I don't think I'm the only one uh, it, it's around on the, if you look it up on the internet um, they it's ever a remix is really it? good sunset park zone act 3 uh, in the game you are it's kind of a level long boss fight yeah where you're running along the back of a moving train and uh, there's all kind of obstacles and then when you get to the the head of the train like the engine it is a bad neck. So like i guess the whole train is a type of badnik so it's like a pretty epic scale for a game gear game um and then the song just rules um, that's awesome yeah it's great um and you know it's sunset park zone so it's there's the sunset and the graphics are just really cool considering it's game gear which doesn't have the best graphics um yeah that's that's by far my favorite and then i like the sonic adventure 2 soundtrack but for me it's more like from a humorous standpoint like i can listen to songs and just (laughs) laugh like escape from the city yeah uh just cracks me up um the idea of sonic all sassy like basically trying to escape military police and jump out of a plane and crash over cars and stuff yeah on a snowboard going going down the street in what looks like san francisco and it's that song about escape from the city follow me set me free or something it's just great It just it gets me every time i love it
2: um i also to
3: be completely honest that soundtrack sonic adventure 2 is like i I get hype for every song like (laughs) it's not even like an ironic thing it's just like no every song just gets me
2: like so hyped i'm so
1: ready to go yeah it's it's my
3: soundtrack that's great
2: um I want to bring up also, real quick, the uh, drowning music uh, from Sonic, uh, because my dear friend Joseph, uh, that was his alarm uh, to
1: wake I forgot up. I about that. Uh, that but was, it was
2: years ago. This was years ago, but it was also every time his mom would call. Oh, uh God. That <laughs> was the ringtone yeah, that true. he used uh so he was like oh my mom's calling
3: the old
1: lg <laughs> touch phone got yeah. five
2: seconds to pick it up
1: yeah oh man
2: so but that man, it's a blast for so me. that's just another one i remember and then as well as uh everybody's supersonic racing so like i've talked about that one a little bit before but just like i mostly know it because of meme videos but we'll get into memes later but that's that's just another <laughs> that's another that's just another song in the Sonic music Yeah. Like music Honestly Sonic's
3: music has like through all twenty seven years has been awesome. Or twenty six years at this point. It's been awesome, it's so good that you're kind of wondering like when are they gonna hit the low point, right?
2: <laughs> Where was it? There's a it, low it, point. Uh, have you, no, have you the played... low point is now. <laughs> it's played... Sonic Forces. Oh. Holy shit. Oh my god, because they have Hoobastank for Sonic Forces. <laughs> oh wait, that's that's them?
1: Yeah. There's well, okay, the it's singer. the guy from Hoobastank.
2: Oh no. The singer from Hoobastank
3: is singing Fist Bump for Sonic Mania. <laughs> oh no, Sonic
1: Forces, sorry.
2: I thought that Sonic Heroes was the low point.
1: Man... That? No, no, get out of here. Sonic
2: Hero.
1: I <laughs> That <can't>. song, <laughs> I
3: can't. I, just, I can't with that song. <laughs> you could play that song on loop for the rest of my life, and I would not get tired of it.
1: Oh, I love God it. God bless you, Chris. I love it. <laughs> All right, but no. Can we talk up? I'm way ahead of us now, and we're gonna have to we're gonna have to loop back around to where we were at. But right. but bringing up Sonic Forces and Hoobastank just makes me think about. Um, I feel like that perfectly represents the directions for both Sonic Forces and Sonic Mania. Sonic Forces has a song called "Fist Bump," featuring the guy from Hubenstein. Sure. Meanwhile, Sonic Mania uh, has music reminiscent of the the old Genesis days, mm-hmm. and is releasing a like collector's vinyl record that's like cool and see-through. So it's like. Which direction, you know, like, which direction is more relevant and, like, timely to 2017? I mean, I think... Uh, do uh, people want to hear who I,
3: I don't even think it's necessarily that. I think it's just, like, the core audience range. Like, Mania yeah. is very clearly for us, so we want the older music, while... Well, Kids today, I guess, are still listening to like really yucky emo oh, no, rock.
1: They're, they're not listening to Hoobastank. <laughs> <not,
3: they're>
1: <laughs> well, I know that much. <laughs> no. Oh my God. All right, all right. So go, going back on track. Uh, Let's
3: run over the loop and come back later. Yeah. Right. That's very go. a very, go. It's a very you, made sonic... it, you
1: made it, Sonic. Yeah. Um, what about? Some obscure Sonic games. So of course, like we don't need to educate anybody listening. Like, kind of is familiar, I'm sure, with Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. In general, as a franchise, but what are some games that we played um, or or are familiar with that people, unless they were ate up for Sonic like us, probably don't know so much about.
2: I would say. And I mean, I'm sure people know about this one, but Sonic Spinball wasn't as popular as like definitely. <laughs> Brother, was. I had it. Oh, I had it, but I, you and me and maybe a couple of people were the only people I knew. Chris, that. did
3: you have Spinball? Yeah, I had Spinball, but I think it was more popular than you think. Maybe,
2: maybe that was just me. That like, was a. It's just an my... American
1: game, too.
3: Yeah. That and Sonic it...
1: Mean Bean Machine. We're both mean American Bean Machine, fans. I
3: would say, was probably more, um, you know, hidden gem yeah. than yeah, anything.
1: Yeah, but... for
2: sure. I just, I don't know, in my experience, Spinball was... Well, Spinball
1: has Sally Acorn, Rotor the Walrus, is that it? It's got I, I want to say characters. Antoine's in it, but I can't remember. It at least has Sally and Rotor That's in crazy. it, so Why? they have made video game appearances... But it's because the cartoon was hot and it was an American Sonic game. Mean yeah. Bean Machine is just Puyo Puyo. Reskin yeah. with Sonic Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon nah. aesthetic.
2: Um And then I know this isn't like I know people know about this one, but I played 3D Blast for the Genesis. I'm the, sorry. the Genesis version. Which I guess apparently is the worst. like I guess that game's not good. I did too. But I loved it. I had that. It's not good at all. Yeah, apparently, I mean, there's a a slightly better version on CD, I think. But I had the cartridge, so...
1: Chris, did you play 3D Blast?
2: Yeah, um, I
3: played the Genesis one as well. um, And it never really registered to me that that was, like, the inferior version until many years later when you sold me your Saturn and oh I Oh my god, Blast that's where my Saturn. Sega Saturn went? I sold it to you and I forgot! <laughs> oh, that makes me happy. Yep, and I bought uh, Sonic 3D Blast for it, and it's still not a great game. Yeah, but it's yeah. way
2: better. I believe than that. Saturn. Yeah, that's, even, that's
1: why I sold you the Saturn.
2: I collected all the Chaos Emeralds in it, and it didn't matter. No. It doesn't yeah. matter. You don't turn Super Sonic in it. Mm. So.
1: Yeah, it was
2: Uh, I mean, what 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 about you guys? Like, that's about as far back, like, as far as obscure for me. Yeah. That's obscure i me. Okay. That's not even that obscure. So my, like,
1: from from least obscure to most, I would say some of my very favorite Sonic games, just because of my childhood experience, are Sonic Triple Trouble and yeah. Sonic Chaos for the... Ah, oh, Sonic uh, Chaos. For the Sonic, uh, for the Sonic, for the Sega Game Gear. I finally
2: played Triple trouble on the the 3DS. It's good. Yeah, I love it. it. But Um, I didn't know about it until that time.
1: I didn't have a Genesis uh, as a kid. I did not get a Genesis until the sixth grade, the seventh grade, when I traded a holographic Blastoise card to one of the Bootsy twins for a Sega Genesis. So I was pretty late to that. Probably
3: game. a good trade. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> your part. Uh, <laughs> Beckett
1: Pokemon collector said that that, uh, <laughs> that 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 Blastoise was worth fifteen dollars. Oh my God. So, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I guess
2: uh, uh <laughs> that fucking Sega. Yeah. Was worth fifteen dollars.
1: Sure. But anyway, I was happy with that trade. Uh, I had two Blastoises, so uh, you know I went for it. Any, anyway, oh, yeah. anyway, when yeah, I was a kid, yeah. I had a Game Gear and I was pretty happy with it. Uh, and I had Triple Trouble and Chaos. They're actually pretty good games, all things considered. Yeah. Like game Gear has issues, it doesn't even last, there's no save feature in either game. And a lot of times the Game Gear, which used six batteries, would not last long enough for me to beat the game. And I have to start over. Um, so that was rough, but they're, they're pretty cool games. Um, not super obscure. You can get them on 3DS eShop now. Yeah. Um, so my favorite obscure Sonic game is uh, Sega Sonic is what it's referred to. It's kind of just called, like, Sonic. Um, it's an arcade game, and you control it with, like, a a ball. There's like oh, a, weird. If you've ever seen, they have these, like, adaptive computer mouses for people with physical disabilities yeah. where instead of, like, a... Mouse, it's like a big ball, yeah, and that's how they roll the cursor on the screen. Mm-hmm. So, you basically played the game with one of those. It's an sure. arcade cabinet, it's got a ball, and you roll the ball fast to get Sonic or Mighty the Armadillo or Ray the Flying Squirrel to get them going. And you, but the ball keeps rolling, so you have to like roll it back the other way and like roll it. It's like you're just basically playing with a bowling ball, um, to control the character yeah and that's it would featured mighty of the chaotix and his buddy ray the flying squirrel who are kind of obscure characters yeah but they they got their they got their time to shine in the comics Um, but yeah I like that they actually have it's kind of rare but they have that cabinet at Galloping Ghost here in Chicago I almost called it Ghost Horse (laughs) Ghost Horse that'd be pretty (laughs) close yeah the Ghost Horse arcade and the one last one I want to mention even though I kind of have no right to, because I've never actually played it, but for Sega Saturn, there's a Tamagotchi game. This Japan only, and there's a Sonic character. It's a uh, Sonic cheat, and it's Sonic Weird. as a Tamagotchi. Oh,
2: that would ah oh, man, I want.
1: I know, isn't that cool? Well, I want like a hand, like I sure. want one like a handheld sure. Sonic Tamagotchi. what you got Chris. You got some obscure Sonic games
3: um maybe they're not probably like my favorite games but they're definitely games that I like sunk you know plenty of time in as a kid um Sonic Chaos and Sonic Labyrinth come oh, to mind Labyrinth.
2: What is, yeah. I've heard of that I've, that name sounds familiar but I definitely never what it's is another,
3: that? it's another uh, Game Gear one oh, okay. it's not the greatest thing in the world but you know it worked for a mobile Sonic game at the time Um, Hmm. or handheld Sonic game, I guess. Yeah. But there's one that has come to my uh, memory recently, and I don't know if either of you have heard of it or played it, but it's called Sonic
2: Schoolhouse.
1: No. Is that for that Pico Pico thing or something? Is this? Like an edutainment game? Yeah, I was going to ask,
2: is this an edutainment game? Because that's what it sounds like to me. This was a game for the PC. Okay. That Sega
3: had put out like many many years ago and it was just a game to teach you, you know, spelling, math and reading. And it was awful, but I played the shit out of it cuz I was like 5.
1: <laughs> awesome.
3: But oh, I love it. Um. Uh, plus I I I don't know. I play a lot of pc games as a kid too so like i guess that was a pull to it but i mean obs- oh actually i just thought of two obscure sonic games that i really enjoyed sonic shuffle oh yeah oh, yeah the, the, which is just the, the worst mario party yeah that's um, the dreamcast
1: right yeah for the I dreamcast played
3: that once it's it's interesting because, like, you use a card, like, you have a, a hand of cards that dictates, like, how many spaces you can move, and there's, like, a battle mechanic in the game that you use the cards and basically have a roulette uh, up to that card number.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, but if you had the VMU for your Dreamcast controller, it would show you your hand of cards. Oh, wow. So that you would never have to reveal it on the screen, and then all four players could just be like, oh, this is what I've got, or whatever, you know? Um, which is really cool. It's a really, you know, like, you know, it's another example of Sega doing something before everybody else, which yes, is the second series. Yeah, Sega,
2: Sega does what Nintendo.
1: Yep. <laughs> and then uh, like after give up that, and leave the console industry. Well, yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> That's a discussion like I I love having is about like how Sega was just so ahead of yeah. the game that, like, they put themselves out of business because they were just always <laughs> five years ahead of everybody yeah. else.
1: I mean, I, but, I have to agree with that analysis of it, though. I'd say that's pretty it's much true. what they did. It's, they launched that Dreamcast with the fucking uh, display on the controller and it had a modem, and, but, yep. like, internet gaming wasn't even ready yet. Like, it, it, it was dial-up, and they were trying to do MMOs. Like, yeah, they were doing MMOs right. in nineteen ninety
3: nine. Like yeah, that is so like, and not only that, they're MMOs on console, yeah. which are just now getting popular. Exactly, like almost yeah, twenty years later. Yeah, um, that's so cool. But other than other than that, obscure Sonic would be a uh, Sonic Battle.
2: Oh, was, oh, is that the DS? No, that, didn't that come out for Game Boy? It came Advance? out for Game Boy Advance. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, my friend Simon had it, so I watched him play it, but I, I never... They had it. that robot, uh... Emerald.
1: Yeah, and yeah there you go. Emerald, Emerald Gossy. Gossy. <laughs> Yeah, the robot. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> yeah,
3: uh, Sonic Battle, like, I, I, I like that game, and I, I'll i go as far as saying it's a good game. Um, it just kind of existed at a time that Smash Brothers Melee was super-duper popular, and so yeah. I guess if you were ever going to play a game that has you knocking characters out of a stage and you have percentage life then you were just going to play Melee. No way, is that how it functioned? A little bit. It was more isometric view um okay. instead of like 2D. And so it was like an isometric 3D Three D space, I guess, Um, but you play as like two D sprites. Yeah, and you a a card system, I believe. Yeah, I remember. I definitely remember that
2: being a a big part of it. What are those like weird cards? Yeah, Hmm.
3: you would like map the cards to like I think buttons or like inputs, Um, or you would have like so many points maybe for each card, and they would like have different you know uh, commands that you could input to do that move. Yeah. and you would, like, hit them up to a certain percentage and try to knock them out of their ring and whatnot. But it was fun. Like, I played it a lot on my Game Boy Micro, like, in the middle of, like, school. but uh, <laughs> And, like, on, like, bus trips and stuff like that. Nice. But
2: Yeah. Uh, um, so speaking of Smash Bros, uh, I, I mean, Sonic did eventually show up in Smash Bros in Brawl. That was his first appearance, and he has gone on to be in subsequent Smashes. But... I don't know if y'all remember, just being like, hearing the rumor mill back when Melee was coming out, and be like, "Oh, Sonic, Sonic might be in this Smash team."
1: That yeah. team. EGM. Yeah, there you go. It was EGM, Electronic Gaming Monthly. It was a magazine, a print magazine. Uh, it was very popular at the time, and they would do April Fools' every year, yeah. and would fool people every year when they would come out with some unbelievable story. Yeah. That only they're running, and none of the other magazines, in their April issue, and then all the kids at school would immediately accept it at face value. Um, and I gotta remember reading about how Sonic and-, and Tails were gonna be in the new Smash Brothers. That's so. Uh, and you had to do some kind of trick to unlock them or something. Sure. Oh yeah.
3: Sure. I remember. I think the the trick was that you had to live like a hundred. On like chaotic, uh, wire frame, whatever it was, I remember like that. The,
1: yeah, all the wire frame guys would attack you. <laughs> that yeah. just sounds ridiculous. Yeah, I'm sure so many people tried really hard to do that.
2: But like, was Sonic okay? Was Sonic in Smash before he was in Mario and Sonic?
1: At the Olympics? Yeah. No, Mario and Sonic at the Olympics. Unfortunately. Wow was after the whole console wars and sega does what nintendo don't and the whole rivalry yeah then we get my own sonic at the freaking olympics and that was their first sort of
2: crossover oh man um so kind of moving on from that i want to talk a little bit about sonic mania and like sonic forces because those are both they're both coming out really soon especially mania mania is coming out next month uh are we hyped? I just like yeah? How do you guys feel about it? Like, are are you excited for these games? Uh, you know, what are your relative feelings on it? Because for me, I definitely know that Sonic Mania looks like something like I definitely want to play Sonic Forces. I'm a little more reserved on that one, uh, although I do like the fact that I can make whatever OC I want, so that's cool. Uh, but other than that, I'm a little you know. I'm going to withhold my full judgments on Sonic Forces until that one comes out, because it's a 3D platformer, and those have been hit or miss in the past, let's just say. But how do you guys feel about Sonic Mania and Sonic Forces? Chris? Um, I'm
3: really excited for Sonic Mania. I, I don't think that there's any possibility that that game's not going to be like stellar. Yeah, oh, it looks
2: great. It looks so fantastic.
3: But I, I have the worry that it's not going to come across correctly, because um, there's a lot of times, especially you know in this day and age with video games, that a lot of people are like, I want them to just do another Sonic, you know, or Mario or Mega Man or something. Sure. And those games are, like, they'll do it and they're competent games, but the nostalgia and how you thought it used to play doesn't resonate the right way. And then those games end up being like, well, they weren't good. They weren't because they didn't do it exactly the same way it was supposed to be. And it's like, no, they did. It just, those are how they played back then. They're just not the same today. They don't work in 2017, you know? And that's my biggest worry with the game. I think that the game is going to be good. I think I will love it. And I think that, most critics will probably enjoy it, but I think uh, Crash Bandicoot, uh, to kinda sidebar this, but Crash Bandicoot just released a new thing, right? Yeah, and they, there's yeah, so many articles it all over my same trilogy. Yeah. So many articles of just is Crash Bandicoot the new Dark Souls? Is it was it this hard back in the day? And it was like, yeah, it was. It was it was a hard game back then. But at the same time. If you play it today, the game isn't really that hard anymore. It you know we have harder things and we we know how controls work a little bit better and especially with the controls that we have nowadays, they're not going to be as uh, restrictive as they were back in the day. Mm-hmm. So you know there's it, the game feel is completely changed across the board and they may be a little bit easier if you play the old you know versions of it. If you pop in the PS2 or like the PS1 disc or whatever. Yeah. And so when they updated it, it may have felt that way. They, of course, changed some systems and stuff that, you know, made it harder because collision detection and whatnot changed. Yeah, for sure. That's that's my point, is that people look at those games and say, well, they're not, you know, they didn't feel that way. And I think that's what Shovel Knight did well, is it delivered a game that felt like an old game, but did not play like it at all. Like, Mm -hmm. those games... It does look like an old, you know, NES game. It plays similarly to an NES game, but it it ha- the game feel is completely different and modernized to a, you know, modern day game. And Dude, that's Shovel why Shovel really Knight works instead of yeah. Sonic Mania. or or well, you know, maybe Sonic Mania not, but like Mega Man Nine and Ten.
2: Yeah, yeah, Mega uh, Man. Yeah, that's a good thing to bring up, especially Mega Man Nine and Ten, because those are both fine games, I think. I like them a lot, actually. Um. I, I, my hope with Sonic Mania, I think that there's going to be enough modern mechanics in it to make it stand out. Yeah. And not just be, you know, oh, it's, it's not just some full, like, nostalgic trip. Like, definitely, there is, yeah. nostalgia is a big influence on this game even being yeah. made in the first place, but I think there's probably going to be enough modernized mechanics to it that, you know, it'll be a good game, and hopefully it'll, like, just stand
1: out. Like, yeah. That's, that's what we have to hope for, is yeah. for a Sonic that I, is everything we loved about the Genesis games but updated and fresh but without losing right. the feel. Yeah, exactly. And that's I, I don't really want to slam it, Sonic Team,
3: but the fact that Sonic Team is working on it and it's Pagoda West and Kristen Whitehead, Yeah. yeah. I feel a little bit better about the game coming out, you know,
2: correctly. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's little bit true. So. Yeah. Um. But how Me- do you feel- Meanwhile, Sonic Team has Sonic Forces. Yeah,
2: I was gonna say, how do you feel about Sonic Forces?
3: I, I was, I I was really excited for it, but every day that it goes on, and the more I read about it, the more I hear about it from people in the industry that have played it. I'm a bit more apprehensive than I was. Sure. Um. Because I, I and I think it comes down to the whole. There, there are three Sonics now. There's modern, classic, and Dreamcast, and I, I think that the game is just not made for me, and that's fine. Um, I'll still probably enjoy it, uh, you know, to an extent. Uh, I think the character c- creator thing is uh, amazing. I think that um, it's a really interesting thing to do with Sonic, especially with all the OCs out there, all yes. the fanfics. Yeah.
2: We will get to that a little later, but yeah, I just wanted, to, you know, ask you like, you know, yeah, don't, but... you wanna, don't you want to don't you want to play as Cold Steel, the hedgehog? That... <laughs> I play as you I really <laughs> want to play as you.
3: but like, there's a lot of problems with the game right now, sure, and sure. that doesn't surprise me because it is Sonic Team. I have a lot of issue with the music. I think that instrumentally it's amazing it's so on point for like this you know new you know sonic feel that they want to really get across i think a lot of the singers and lyricists they have on it probably not the best um
2: that's <laughs> personal opinion. especially who was who saying man
3: yeah like and to be honest that song there are parts of it of Fist Bump, where I'm like, man, this is good, and like the lyrics kind of work in that really bad Crush 40 kind of way. Yeah. But then when it gets into like the chorus, I'm just like, oh, this is bad. And like that last little, like, one last fist bump. <laughs> 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 cut oh, that shit out. No. Like, <laughs> oh, you my. know, and even Infinite, like Infinite's like, the lyrics to Infinite.
1: And that's the are, villain are, from the game, yeah,
3: right? Like, the The lyrics to his theme are fine, like they work in a crush, bad, like kind of way. But yeah. the the way that it's like sung, it comes across just doesn't work. Like yeah. I'm way less into that song than I am the fist bump one. But I mean, I think the game at this point needs a delay. Like.
2: And, and maybe, maybe it will. There's no release date for it. it. It's just said, like, what, fall 2017, holiday 2017? There's yeah. there's not a release date for it, is there?
3: There isn't. It's holiday 2017, okay. but it will be holiday. Like, I have no doubt in my mind that this game is finished and, like, going to manufacturing
1: at this point. because. Oh, what like, do you do? <laughs> well, look, I think it's genius. I think it's genius because they just can't seem to make just a great new Sonic game they, they've gotten close to making some good more recent Sonic games like Generations where people are like yeah that's 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 pretty cool that's all right but nobody's like oh Sonic Generations 10 out of 10. Um, but I think they're trying to keep what was cool about Generations they're trying they might be missing the mark regardless they have the contingency plan or the guarantee of that character creator yeah so in my mind and i'm sure a lot of people are with me on this i want to make a sonic oc in the game yeah, that's both hilarious to me and also genuinely cool and, and exciting uh-huh. so the game i hope it's good it can just suck it can just be awful i'm gonna <laughs> get it and i'm gonna make a <laughs> sonic oc so it doesn't see. even so that's their guarantee uh-huh. like well right we're trying to be good if we miss the mark you can still make your own fucking Sonic, what do you want? Yeah, <laughs> so that's that's
3: that is my issue with the game because they have made a lot of like I will say good as the the strict definition of what good can be uh, games like these last like 10 years or so but this is a game that it, they really need to do well with. like, And it, I think mm-hmm. it will just because the character creator, but it's something that needs to say like, hey, you know, modern Sonic is still relevant. Like, we don't have to just keep making these 2D like mania things, yeah. which I hope they do, like, because I think that they can, you know, exist. Uh, yeah, I think they both
2: can together, can but, function in, the, in today's world, but it's just, I don't know. Yeah, the responsibility up,
1: falls on Sonic Forces to prove the viability of the modern Sonic right. franchise. Because yeah. that's
3: what SEGA wants. That's Otherwise what Sega they just Sonic have to say,
1: you know what, Mania. people loved Mania and hated Forces. We just have to go that way now. We just, Sonic is now a retro property. It's not something and- moving forward, it's something where we're just going to have to keep trying to recreate people's right. nostalgia.
3: And I think that's one thing that Sonic Team does well is they try to innovate. They try to do something new every time. Is it for the best?
2: Probably not, but <laughs>
3: I mean, at least they're trying. Yeah, that's, and that's yeah. something
2: I, 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 can, I can agree with that. Uh, despite my sort of uh, criticisms, especially of latter-day Sonic games, especially post-Sonic Adventure 2, I would say that uh,
1: most... Sonic games have been not great. I haven't thoroughly enjoyed I, a new Sonic since the Sonic Advance series and Sonic Adventure 2. Yeah, I would say, yeah, i, I think just lost one. For me, those are kind of the last, like, and
3: I, good. I think that's a good example of having the 2D and 3D coexist, you know, correctly.
2: Yes. Um, yeah. So, my. You know, my, maybe, maybe, maybe they'll just knock it out of the park this time. You know, hopefully,
1: that's the case. We can hope for it. Yeah. we nope. Let's let's cap off uh, Sonic in, in its home medium of video games uh, by just state. We'll go around and state favorite and worst Sonic games, and will Can, move can on I to pose Sonic a now. question
3: to you real quick? Yeah. Yeah. yeah sure. 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 Do you think that a Sonic Adventure 3 really fixes everything? No. Well, if it were
1: great. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. that depends on if it were just really awesome and good. But I don't know, it would be. Name alone would not make it a good game. Just because Sonic Adventure,
2: like, because they've made games like. Heroes was a
1: little bit Sonic Adventure 3. Yeah, in some ways, but even. Even
2: games like Sonic Unleashed and Sonic the Black Knight, like. I some mean, I mean, you can compare those two. Well, okay. Those games have weird ass mechanics, but at its core, it's Sonic moving forward in in a three D environment. I mean, Sonic. That's did, not true, though. It's a, a little bit.
3: It's it's not because the and uh, I'll, I'll use those two examples that you used. The way that Sonic Unleashed plays plays in a 2.5D like aspect thing. Like, so you will <sighs> run 3D, but at some point in that level, it will flip it to make it a 2D stage, which is something that Sonic Adventure, Sonic Adventure 2, Heroes, Son- uh, uh, Sonic 6, and Shadow never did. Yeah, it's so which true. It's a different gameplay style. And then Sonic and the Black Knight is an on-rails Sonic game where you constantly yeah. run forward and yeah. you just wiggle the Wiimote. That's right, like Sonic
1: and the Secret of the Rings. Oh
2: yeah, well, so, those are way
1: that's different. That's the things. thing, okay. is that
2: really four games, games, games that were 3 That's not true. I do play the Sonic. Um, <laughs> oh, but Chris. Okay, best and worst right, Sonic game. Chris, you go first. What's your best, <laughs> what's your best favorite Sonic, and what's your worst favorite?
4: Not worst God, favorite. I mean,
2: worst, like worst, the worst one. Yeah, what's your what's
1: worst, best and worst? Worst
2: favorite.
3: <laughs> worst is it like the penultimum?
1: Oh. Yeah.
3: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, best and worst, Sonic. Okay, so this is really Sophie's choice. I I have to say Sonic Adventure 2 is my favorite just because it's the one I play the most. Like, I play that game almost monthly. <laughs> like, sure. I love that. It's- um... But I really like Sonic uh, Three and Knuckles Two. I think that M Two. I think that the Death Egg games and Sonic Adventure Two are just fantastic. Okay. And if it isn't Sonic, like Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing: Transform is the best racing game of all time. Oh you can watch. Just to put that out there
2: as just a separate racing thing. Oh,
3: uh, um, this is a
1: weird person.
2: No <laughs> man. <This laughs> man is entitled to his opinion if you love yeah. Sane, Sega Sanic All Star Racing. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great. I'm yeah, glad. I love that. But what's what's, what's my, the worst? My
3: favorite would just have to be like, if it's on iPhone or if it's a Wii like title, then I probably just don't care for it. Like any like uh, the Olympic games, like I don't care. Uh-huh. Throw those up. Oh, so that's your worst. Yeah. Like
1: the Olympics uh, and stuff.
3: I mean, I think that probably Sonic Boom, uh, the Wii U one, is probably my like least favorite, just because it's not playable. The story is not fun; it's just bad um, all mm-hmm. around. Like, I like Sonic Six. Like, it's a fine, it's fine in its own little area, but like, yeah, Sonic Free Riders maybe as well. That's that's a really bad one.
1: <laughs> I believe it.
3: Is that right. one...
1: There was one that I played at your house. God, it must have been, like, seven years ago or something that was... Or longer. That was a Sonic... They were on those Air Gears or whatever. And you're playing with Microsoft Connect. Yep, that was Free Riders. Okay, yeah, I remember. Oh, mm-hmm. that sounds it's horrible. It's rough.
3: That could have been fine if
2: it worked.
1: But <laughs> Imagine pretending <laughs> to surf and then watching Sonic, like, glitches way down a slide. Is
2: that, like, kind of, like you remember know, that Tony Hawk game that had that weird skateboard peripheral that you I would don't just- I know, I never had that. Oh god,
1: well that that's a whole another bad one. Alright Brandon, what's your uh, favorite and uh, worst Sonic game? Favorite easily, Sonic 3 & Knuckles. Okay. Ooh,
2: just uh, everything about it. I love that you can play a Sonic, Tails, and Knuckles and that they can all take on like a- there's there's like hyper knuckles and hyper uh, sonic and like super tails like with the flickies, and it's turbo like, tails. Is it it's turbo tails? I thought it was super tails. No, it's probably super tails in the game.
1: There, okay, in the comic, well we'll get into that later. But there's a super tails, there's a turbo tails. It's oh
2: well, it's all convoluted. But regardless, you can get the super emeralds in in that game. Yeah. Uh, okay, I love that you could attach I mean, because Sonic 3 and Knuckles it's basically, they're just two halves of one whole game Yeah uh, And I love, like, the final level the Death Egg sequence uh, and it's like the Doomsday level where you're, you're playing as Super Sonic and you're chasing after the that is very robot. Cool. so it's a very good uh, Very good one, love it Favorite, worst one Ooh Worst one I ever played can I say Shadow the Hedgehog? Is that is? Of course you can. Okay, well that's yeah. the worst one I've ever played. that's okay. a bad one. That's just not good. Yeah. I mean, it, it's not
3: good. I got Xbox three
1: hundred and sixty for three dollars at a yard oh. sale, and then I traded it in because it's
3: all. But you got to give it to them for having like the branch, like the branching pathways, kind of. Uh, Yeah, I want goth
1: Sonic with a gun and a motorcycle. I think that's what Sonic's missing, (laughs) and that's what I want. Listen. I want to be Hot Topic Sonic with a fucking handgun fighting off an alien. I even like Shadow as a character. He's fine. I like Shadow in Sonic Adventure 2. I don't
2: like what they just did with the character in general. And like with with Shadow the Hedgehog, it just makes it even more confusing. So, yeah, because he was supposed
3: to die, like he was supposed to be a one-off, that was like he awesome. wasn't supposed to reoccur, but... Yeah, yeah. His,
1: his heroic, sorry for like, uh, really old spoilers, but his heroic death at the end of Sonic Adventure 2... Korea. Yeah, that was fun, that made him a good character, Yeah, like he, he, he was cool, and then they just kept going, they dug him out and kept going. They are like, is he dead? No, but there's a bunch of
2: clones. Is he a robot? Is, it, is he a robot? Is he a clone? Is this the real Shadow? Uh, I don't know. Whatever. That's a
1: good best and worst. Right. Uh, what about you, Joseph? I am going to say my favorite Sonic game. I almost feel a little bad about this because I feel like you know, if I was like a, a real cool kid, I'd pick one of the Genesis games. Uh, but my favorite Sonic game, like Chris, Sonic Adventure 2. That's a good one. Um, I love the Chao Garden. I spent the most time playing that game. I love the cinematics to it. Um, I was in high school and I played it on GameCube uh, and I played it all the time. I transferred my Chao to my Game Boy Advance. Yeah. Uh, brought Sony it to humans. school. Yeah. Um, God. I taped on VHS tape the <laughs> cinematics from that game. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> And then I uh,
3: <laughs> uh, you know what, to be completely honest, I think I did the same oh thing. My God. I taped I, I
1: taped the cutscenes and then I loaned my VHS tape to Tyler so he could watch the cutscenes. <laughs> I don't like that. And then we worked on fan characters because uh, I shipped Knuckles and Rouge the Bat and uh, came up with a OC, very original character, Do Not Steal. It was their baby? Yeah, it was their child from the future. <laughs> yeah, and course. he was a bat-echidna hybrid, and he yeah. was all angsty. Oh, God, help me. But anyway, so yeah, Sonic Adventure 2, I was in that deep. All right. Uh, worst Sonic game that I personally have had and played, um, I... Do you not really like Sonic and the Secret of the Rings or whatever? that's
2: that's also a bad one. I
1: bought it. Yeah, that's a bad one. Yeah, I don't know why we needed, like, Sonic in the Arabian Nights or whatever. That was just really ill-conceived. The the Olympics games, I have no need for that. I don't know why they keep making those. Um, And so I'm rattling off Sonic games I don't like. Uh, The... I guess, yeah, I should, I should cut. That's that's the worst Sonic game, Okay. I'm going to say, is probably. Uh, ooh, no. One more that I don't like. This is controversial, because people said this was good. Sonic, uh, what's it called? Sonic Rush for DS, with oh, Blaze I that the Cat.
3: One. Oh, really?
1: Yeah, I don't like that.
3: Wow. I I, I think that game is fantastic. Yeah, like, I
1: know. I, everyone does, so this is definitely like a, um, like a counterpoint opinion, yeah. but I. She's, what don't you uh, like about it? Okay. Yeah, I'm, curious. I'm this, curious. So Chris and I have had this. We've been through this before. I hate Blaze the Cat.
3: Oh, um, get out of here! I know. This interview, I, this whatever. I this know. is. She's about to hang up <laughs> on
1: us here. Uh, I, I do not like Blaze the Cat, even though she's purple, um, and the graphics. Something to me, the graphics just didn't read right. They were in a weird place between. 3D and 2D and they could have just been sprites or something like it doesn't it looks like a worse new super mario brothers type of look something felt huh. sterile about it the backgrounds didn't feel right they didn't feel Sonicy. Okay. and I found it hard like I couldn't really progress in it and that hasn't been a problem for me in other sonic games Yeah. you gotta go fast right but I could not go fast in that game I would just die 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 Damn. die until I was frustrated that's the opposite of like blazing through a stage. That's the fun of it. I couldn't do it. So maybe it lies with me, but then, you know, and Blaze bothered me too, because I'm like, I don't need- I love Blaze. I I know you do. I'm so sorry, but she's, I'm yucking (laughs) your yums, but she's this princess cat from an alternate dimension with too much clothes on. For a Sonic character, oh,
3: like yeah, I'm not trying to see this, to this
1: cat naked. It's Sonic not like guns. that, but just like <laughs> her character design, she looks like an OC that snuck into a Sonic game. Yeah, she, I, I
3: like that though, because it kind of drives home that she's not from this world.
1: I I like that as a as a take on why she's the way she is. Yeah, I think I I hear you, so that I'll take that in consideration um but yeah and, oh, and she's pyrokinetic she's like a, a Mary Sue like she has like uh fire telekinesis wild like yeah. I don't even I, I will say that like my
3: online handle at the time when I learned that that was the new character's name I was so pissed
1: <laughs> I know I remember I had this conversation cause what's uh we're derailing that this is worth talking about so your uh Blaze of Burezu uh but it was originally it wasn't Blaze the Cat, it was what?
3: Uh TK is the kitsune. Cause oh I was right. Yeah. Or am weeb.
1: Yeah, I, or love, it. A weeb. Yeah, I love it. You get to you're a legit weeb though, cause you're, in, you're Japan. in Japan. You get to what be you, <laughs> Yeah. You get to be a weeb you get the weeb card. Yeah. I feel I feel that I can usually having lived in Japan, I can usually play that like, now listen. I've been there. (laughs) Yeah. I I, I pull that out sometimes and be
2: like, well I've been to Japan a few times. Oh, we're all sinners. Oh so
1: uh,
2: kinda to drive the conversation forward, we're gonna move on from video games to the comics.
1: Medium. All right, hour three podcast. So, let's go.
2: That, it's <laughs> fine. We're actually do it. We're making pretty good time. Uh,
1: cartoons, Sonic the Hedgehog, cartoon shows. So
3: yeah, cartoons first. So and comics. Around hour twenty-five, we'll get into like the deep, gritty, like
2: hentai <laughs> and
1: all Sonic, that. Sonic deep Web. Oh, Well, it's
3: alright.
1: Uh, uh, yeah, uh, no, no, we'll get there. Uh, but for cartoons, what is the oldest one? Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. Did that come it's, first? It's the one I know the most. <laughs> Okay, that's the goofy Looney Tunes like slapstick cartoon. That's Sonic. the one with. The... It did come first. I'm thinking about it. It,
2: it came first. Okay, and that's the one with the Sonic Says segments, yeah, in, right. The PSAs, yeah.
0: Kids, there's nothing more cool than being hugged by someone you like. But if someone tries to touch you in a place or in a way that makes you feel uncomfortable, that's no good. It's your body. No one has the right to touch you if you don't want them to. So what do you do? First, you say no. Then, you get out of there. Most important, you gotta tell someone you trust, like your parents, your teacher, a police officer.
1: It's like Road Runner and Coyote almost, but oh, it's yeah, like Sonic cause... and Eggman with tails. They didn't know what to do with Tails. Oh. They didn't have like the whole like genius angle or anything. He just kinda trailed around behind Sonic.
2: Yeah, it was it's kinda funny. dumb. Yeah, the animation on that one uh, isn't great.
1: No, and um, yeah, I think they
2: did. I think they made Tails Dumb. And also like
1: Yeah, it was mostly like it was the robots and Yeah, was yeah, Scratch and Grounder. Where Eggman, or excuse me, Doctor Robotnik's uh, minions, and yeah. they were just like dumb, bumbling minions who just couldn't catch that that damn hedgehog. Ah, it's pretty much like that. Yeah, there's that a lot of that. memery. Yeah. Um, but okay, Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, not great, but that's what got us started with Sonic cartoons, and then I think running it simultaneously, or at least came very shortly after. Uh, I'm
3: actually looking at it right now and it was simultaneous
1: okay, Whoa. isn't that wild there's two Sonic shows why were there two they were separate and different with a whole different feel but the same voices so Jaleel White who played Steve Urkel on yeah. Family Matters mm-hmm. was the longtime voice in multiple shows of Sonic the Hedgehog before That's Sonic had a voice in the games so, uh, and to this day when I read Sonic Comics the voice uh, in my head for yes. Sonic the Hedgehog is Jaleel White yeah
2: it's Jaleel for me too um, anytime like when especially when I was reading the comics mm-hmm. uh, Jaleel Jaleel White's voice I was like yep yeah, of course time to juice <laughs>
4: <laughs> let's do it to it
2: and so he was a part of those two that were running at the same time, but also, didn't he use Sonic
1: Underground? Was and then also... later, Sonic Underground. So he was just the voice of Sonic. He was the voice of Sonic. But here, okay, look. So- Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog was like a Looney Tunes type of thing, and yeah. it didn't really do anything interesting.
2: It was just more episodic. It was just. Well, like, yeah, it, had, it was.
1: Yeah. yeah, there was no substance. It was just goofy slapstick Sonic, like, painting a. And it was
2: fun. It was
3: fun, yeah. goofy class.
1: You like, would, like, paint a. Um, uh, you know uh, an underpass or something on the side of a cliff and then uh, like Robotnik would have his robot students try to get Sonic to run into it it was just dumb stuff like that um, yeah. the one that was just called Sonic the Hedgehog um minus the Adventures of yeah people now to distinguish them they call it Sat Am like uh-huh. Sat A.M. Saturday morning yeah um that show I mean it hasn't aged well but for what it was Rule. It was an ongoing animated series with a plot. Yeah. And like a coherent storyline that was pretty weird for Sonic.
3: Which is kind of also like another one of those things that like is kind of ahead of its time because yeah. not very many cartoons were doing like yeah. a you know, plot.
1: Yeah. You know, it was so weird. And it was almost progressive because you could argue that the main character was Sally Acorn, the princess. um, The setup was that um, the world, you know, Mobius, uh, populated by a bunch of furries, uh, was taken over by Dr. Robotnik, who just like polluted and turned everything into robots and built a bunch of factories and stuff uh, and hated all the little animal people. And basically, he had already won, and he was like the evil dictator overlord of the whole world. And the royal family, uh, the Acorn, royal the House of Acorn, uh, kind of was in exile, in hiding, in that whole village. And they had kind of this little resistance of like child soldier, guerrilla warfare people. Yeah. Led yeah. by yeah. Sally Acorn, the once princess. Um, and, and Sonic is like their ace in the hole. He's yeah. like their... Super soldier, bomb. like he's got yeah, <laughs> right. He's got the super speed, and they're like, man, we with our technology, because they had like little uh, devices and stuff. Yeah, um, like Nicole, the like sentient PDA. Uh, oh, I forgot. Yeah, she's like a palm pilot with that yeah. was like a real person that was Sally's best friend. Yeah. Um, but they were like they were a resistance. They were like an underground resistance trying to restore kind of like life yeah. to, to the planet Mobius. Wild. Like, where... What the fuck? fuck? But it was awesome. It was actually pretty cool. Yeah, honestly, I can't think of another... Like, even,
2: like, you know, Nintendo had their own cartoons, but I think... Yeah, but they, they were, were just good. They, they didn't yeah, really they try was, to do anything. Yeah, I don't think they were right. very story driven. They were very just like this episodic yeah. thing. Sonic you know? the
1: Hedgehog tried to be like its whole own saga.
2: Which I'm, I'm definitely down. I'm down with that. That sounds honestly, I would be. I because I never, I only watched Adventures of the Sonic. Yeah. And I never saw the actually good ones. So. Yeah. Um, I oh, you so should watch interested. it. It's still yeah.
3: like okay. Like it's not the greatest thing. Yeah, it's like no bad. It. Yeah, it, it right.
2: yeah, I'm sure it hasn't aged quite
1: well, but I you know I hear good things about but it. Some of the voice acting is good. Sally Sally's voice is good, and she's an endearing character. Uh-huh. Um, Sonic is a re- he has a real bad attitude, and he's way too sassy. <laughs> but I just I love Julia White Sonic. Yeah, his they couldn't have picked a better person to do. Yeah, and Um, those characters had some staying power because they made it. They were they were in the Archie comic series, which we'll talk about comics in a minute. Yeah, but uh, even long after the show was over, until earlier this year um, or late last year, uh, they still existed in in a modernized form in those comics. So those characters stuck Mm -hmm. around. Um, So there's those two. But
2: Sonic Underground goes completely just off the rails. So from what I remember, and correct me if I'm wrong, because this is just me going off of pure memory of what I remember. on I know. He had, like, their mom was, like, in exile or something, and he had, like... Were they were they his siblings? Like there was like a green hedgehog and like one that was pink and there was him.
1: Sonic what was, was the Manic? child of an exiled queen. Uh, and he had siblings Sonia and Manic, uh, who were pink and green. Um, that's all. I, that's all I. So there's a, there's a Sonic character, an official Sonic character named Manic, who's green. And looks like Roadkill. Oh, my like, God. Instead of, like, like the spines that Sonic has, he has just, like, a bunch of weird yeah. hairs coming off the
2: back of his head. Quick sidebar. I'm, so I can see Chris's camera feed, and he's wearing <laughs> a... Uh, funnily enough, he's wearing a Sonic the Hedgehog shirt, uh, mm-hmm. which is very he's appropriate. He's a Sonic boy.
1: Yeah. That's why we brought this man on the show. Uh, we love him very, very much. Uh, so but they, they had is- magic necklaces and magic musical instruments.
2: What the fuck was this show? <laughs> like no, seriously, like... I never heard about it until you told me
1: about it. Like, It's the worst version of Sonic game. Why animation. did they...
2: Why did they feel that... I just don't understand why, like, Sega gave, like, somebody to go ahead to make this show. And, obviously, I, I don't think it lasted too long. Oh, it's insane. But, like, just they already had two <laughs> cartoons. They did. Why did they feel the to need to make a third one? that was completely just, like, different. Like, the Saturday morning one, like, that kind of follows the, you know, the comic Part story. Yeah. And, like, the adventurous one is just, like, silly, goofy Looney Tunes. But this one's just, like,
1: Bad shit I don't, boundaries. yeah,
2: I just, I All don't right. understand so that. There,
1: so there's that, It's Sonic Universe. Definitely, not Universe, uh, Underground. Sonic Underground. Um then what about the anime? Okay. So the, the, the OVA, OVA. Um, is actually pretty awesome.
2: I've never I, to this day, I still haven't seen it. I've been I've been told like, been, like I was I've been told that the, the voice the voiceovers aren't great. The dub
1: is absolutely awful. but the yeah. animation is very cool. It came on a white VHS tape, which I just remember watching over and over and it was awesome. And uh, it's really weird. It's set on Planet Freedom. Uh, Eggman <laughs> Freedom wants, planet. To, he wants to marry the cat girl daughter, teen daughter, oh, of boy. the president of the planet. <laughs> um, what is her name?
3: Her name is not Elise, is it? Because I know that's the Sonic 06. Like. No, it's not.
1: It's not. Uh, if I thought about it, it would eventually come to me. That she's a cat girl, and there's even a scene, and they cut it from the American version, but there's a scene where Eggman gropes her after Whoa. crashing a uh, some sort of mega fucking pervert. Yeah, and she like hits him over the head or whatever. Uh yeah. It's Her name is Sarah. That's it. Thank you. She makes a slight tiny cameo in the Archie comic series. Um very weird. She's she's like human animal hybrid. I don't even know, man. Uh, that cartoon or that anime there was also an owl like an old man i think his name is old man owl and he's like this weird old owl that sonic and tails just know yeah and knuckles wears this crazy cowboy hat yeah that's that's what i remember most
2: about it i would always see knuckles uh or pictures of knuckles in this cowboy hat and
1: just be like well I, still, I just haven't seen it but and It has Metal Sonic in it though And the I animation is like. really cool The animation looks like the Sonic CD opening Oh
2: that's cool, I like that It looks that.
1: just really cool
2: um, So kind of after that uh, we, we wait a long time We wait a long time Until the mid two Gotta Sonic, go fast Sonic X Comes up on the scene with one of the meow. most. Faster, 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 faster. That's right. With one of the most insane high energy theme songs. I think I've cracked up so many times to this theme song. And I don't know, because it's so, it's ridiculous, but it's honestly like, if I were a kid like watching
1: this show, I'd just I would run just around be, the living room and break the glass coffee table. I would run the last I'd be table.
2: so hyped <laughs> for, for <sad. laughs> Are we so hyped for Sonic
1: if... I mean... (laughs) So this show... Um... just have Adderall in like, a candy dish on the table. (laughs) I don't know a whole
2: lot about this show, so, you know, you guys feel free to, you know, fill in the gaps. Um, it's just Sonic... Sonic X, it was just a new cartoon show. They kind of implement, like, a lot of the new characters. Um... From like... It was an anime, actually.
3: Yeah, yeah really it was an it. anime. Yeah. Four kids yeah. dubbed it. Oh, four, they did that. Four kids. Oh, even yeah. that There me. was a part.
1: There was. A, I actually just got a, a text message uh, from somebody who's listening. Uh, Tyler's listening to the show being recorded live, and it reminded me of the part where Sonic is pushing a girl in a wheelchair at super speed at one point, <laughs> which uh, I'm sure you can find an animated uh, GIF of that on the Oh Reddit. my
2: God. Oh Weird. my god
1: Weird. But it's the whole premise Is that Sonic is from Like Furry world And comes into Anime world Where he lives with Chris Chris our Chris guest on his show. Yeah That's He like falls in his pool And can't swim Oh no and Which races, is great And he races a A race car yep. I love it Yeah Sonic X Did um, he ever
2: turn Super Sonic to that show Yes.
1: Oh. And not only that, but they adapted Sonic
3: Adventure and Sonic Adventure 2 to the show. Oh, great.
2: I'm sure it's probably a decent adaptation. No. Oh. (laughs) Well, I mean, I didn't know. Uh,
3: It's okay. It's, It's okay if, like, you're trying to still stay within, like, Sonic X and not, like, do a big full out, you know, Sonic Adventure show or whatever. Sure, but. sure. Yeah. Sure. It's a different, it's so it, okay. it's a different yeah. Sonic world.
1: Sure. Yeah. Um one of many. Yeah. And, including know, this, it's a the whole Sonic multiverse. This next one um that so, uh, started uh, a couple of years ago I wanna say. Sonic so like, Boom. Sonic Boom Uh F- I don't know why they needed an alternate another like a whole different Sonic world. Where he has blue arms and a bandana and and tape all over his body, but they felt the need, uh-huh. and they did it. But and it's actually
2: pretty good.
1: It's I've seen yeah. a few episodes of it, and it's yeah. I, I kind I, of I can't self-aware. Agree. Yeah, one of the reasons it's good is they got good writers. Yeah, one of whom is Ian Flynn from the Archie comics. Mm-hmm. He so, got to write a few episodes. That's good. I wonder if it's the ones that I've seen, but uh, one of them, they have like a crazy Sonic fan who kind of like recreates <laughs> the plot of the movie um, and book, uh, the title of which I forgot, where <laughs> the like a crazy fan of some author like breaks his legs. Oh, Misery. Holds, yeah, Misery. Yeah. There's a Sonic. There's a Sonic version of Misery. Digest Wait, that for a minute. Chandler. Where a character in in the show is a English. huge fan of of Sonic the Hedgehog and friends yeah and like breaks Sonic's legs essentially they, they chill it out a little bit but he yeah. basically like <laughs> injures him to where he's laid up in bed yeah. and then waits on him hand and foot but in the creepiest way possible and he's like keeping him hurt so he yeah. can like wait on him and keep him in bed it's wild it's so crazy that's a
2: good episode there's,
1: there's um, a lot of episodes
3: like that where they kind of mention other things like there's one where knuckles <clears throat> uh, or no sonic comes in and is like oh i got the new like purple hedgehog or hippo game or whatever and they're all like, oh, I didn't really care for like, you know, when they made the transition to 3D, it wasn't as good. And then like, some God. like somebody is like, oh yeah, and I hated when they changed his legs to purple. Like, I didn't really make sense of shit, so. I love like, that. they're very self-aware. And I want to even say that just recently they mentioned the comics in the sense of like, oh yeah, I remember like when we had like, you know, a competent staff overseeing us and what we did and oh, like, we're God. able to do good Ugh. with the story or something. Like... It's something weird like that. I'd have to find it, and I'd send it to you after. But, yeah, they they do that shit constantly in that uh-huh. show, and it's great for that. Um, I still think it's not for my age range. Oh, and not no, no, even no. My... Yeah, it's,
2: I... we are way too old to be watching that show. Um oh.
3: I don't even think it's just that, but it's just that it's like... Because there's plenty of shows like that that we're too old to
2: be watching, but like... Oh, we
3: watch yeah, it. I deal
1: exclusively with things that I'm too old for. Oh, that's same, all same, same, but it's fine. It's, it's media. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so actually, um, your uh, comment about them being like self-referential about the comics, let's just transition to the comics. Because for me, that's a big part of the whole Sonic situation. To me, yeah. as much or more so than the game. And I've recently become comics. really invested in, in the comics. In well, the tell comics. us about because that's pretty interesting. Okay, so,
2: like, as a kid, I had a friend who, um, he traded comics um, with another friend, and so I would read his copy, and he just had random issues, but I I read those, and I mean, I remember really liking them, but it, they only reached, like, up to 50, I think, at that point, um... And there was way more were out by then but I think they only had up to 50 so I just read it's about that and then maybe I don't know 10 15 years go by <laughs> um, and I'm just like you know what I'm I'm gonna sit down I'm gonna read this entire series up to get current and so I did and it took a while. Uh, it, it, did, it took a long while.
1: And and you would uh, text me as you would go along, like all the weird shit that you would encounter. Yes, uh,
2: there, there were some highs, <laughs> and there were a, quite a few lows during the comic. But yeah. uh, I just, uh, you know, overall I came out of it like feeling like good, like yeah, this is awesome. Um, love and Sonic Sonic as Sonic the comic franchise is just most mostly good mostly great again like I said there are some bad spots yeah there are definitely some bad spots but yeah so like since I put all that time into it you know I feel like I've invested a lot into it so it's become this kind of important aspect of how I'm how much of a fan I am as far as Sonic goes, so yeah.
3: And I, I think it's important to say, and I might have missed one of you two saying this, we are talking about the Archie Sonic comics, yes. not Fleetway yeah. or Sonic the Comic. Yeah, no, no, no. so in the in the Sonic fandom,
1: Sonic the Comic refers to Fleetway's Sonic comic, which ran in the UK. Right. Um, and that does it. not have
2: as nearly nearly as many issues.
1: No it doesn't, but Sonic. it was pretty it was legit. long running. Yeah, it had a, a, its own storyline. It's kind of weird, um, but it had its own characters a, as well as, of course, the established Sonic characters. Sure, sure. And it was um, pretty well done. You know, like they put like good artists on it and and treated it with some respect as a property, and it has a huge fan following. Um, so it that counts like that. Sure. That's part of Sonic as a comic. Mm -hmm. but Sonic the comic is wholly separate from Archie's Sonic the Hedgehog comic yeah Um, which is a much bigger property with Mm -hmm. with spinoffs and and many many years more publishing than Sonic the comic and then there's also manga but Sonic manga is just usually like gag comics like children's gag Uh comics they don't tell like long like sagas they just yeah. like have Sonic. Those are just stuff. like more yeah. like just like you said a gag comic. Yeah. Um did those ever come over to America?
2: No. no, they haven't. So um one big proponent of the Archie Sonic like I guess comics canon, um there's a man, uh his name is Ken Penders, and he <sighs> um He's done a lot for the comic. He did a lot for the comic, good and bad. So why don't we just talk about Kim Penders for a little bit?
1: Oh brother.
2: Okay. So do we're you, gonna... do
3: we even want to like give him that sort of satisf- like okay.
2: satisfaction? That I would... will. I'll say okay. He did he did Sonic Fifty. I'll give him that. He he 50 Fantastic good. book. I love Sonic Fifty. Issue Fifty. Yeah. yeah. Was great. That era was honestly was pretty cool. From twenty. Okay. Sonic Issues 1 through, like, 24... Oh,
1: the first few issues are garbage.
2: Yeah, it's just... Honestly, it's just, like... It's kind of just, like, this, like, gag, like, episodic... It's like Adventures of Sonic. Yeah, exactly. That's what it was based on. Then they switched it up, though, and it gets more... By 25, it starts to get a little more story-driven. Because they switched Um, its uh, feel and characters mm -hmm. to uh, the Saturday Morning Sonic. Um, And so, like, in between 25 and 50, like... I think Mecha Madness happens around mm-hmm.
1: there at some point. And... Uh, that's a story in which like uh, some of the main characters get like yeah, roboticized. Like, mm-hmm. like Knuckles does. Yeah, Robotnik had a, a method by which he would turn people directly into robots. Yeah. It's kind of based on how in the games he'll use ro- uh, little animals to fuel his badniks. Yeah. But in, in the comic series and the Saturday Morning Show... He would put people through a roboticizer uh-huh. uh, that would make them his like robot yeah minions so like
2: ken Penders had a part
1: in this mm-hmm. um and like
2: he played a huge role especially like in 50 and onward um he's responsible uh for a lot of the
1: knuckles the echidna series yeah which went um Wild, like there's a whole spinoff. It's thirty. Of it's like thirty-two to thirty-four issues. So Knuckles had his own series in the nineties, and so he did some good stuff. It was interesting, but it was what if you go back and look at the Knuckles mess? Did you read Knuckles? No, did it, okay. I didn't want to bother. So,
2: because it's, so, it's that in itself is a, is a task, and I'm not sure. It's such I
1: deep, convoluted lore. Um about echidnas and their family trees and it's like the bible it's like so and so echidna begat so and so back to such and such generation and they've all been guarding the master emerald and it just oh boy yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean maybe you'll
3: get closure with it when the fucking mm. new comics come out this year oh, yeah so it. well that's a good transition okay, so yeah, yeah.
1: So okay, the comics ran for a very long time until recently. Chris, do you. Well, they... I'm talking about Ken Pender's comic. Oh god, okay, <laughs> okay. So we're all That's... we're all over the place. Let me right. let, let's try to um, let's clarify what we're talking about. All okay, right. so Brandon Brandon sat down and read the entire series in like a month or so. Yeah, it's like, like a all real. Yeah, you just blew through it. I read it over the years. I I hopped on as a child by buying whichever issues had the coolest cover art at the grocery store um and I started in the low 30s somewhere okay and then intermittently read enough to kind of like follow what the general direction of the Sonic storyline was yeah until I was like 16 and I had a driver's license and I immediately started going to Comic Quest every Wednesday and picking up new comics yeah Uh, Especially Sonic Which I never dropped once Nice Um, I was really It was just It was always my stable comic um, That I just always got Uh, And that story went Through different artists and writers um, For years and years and years Until very recently When it went on An unexplained hiatus um, With announcement pending We now know the reason why old Ken Penders, who hadn't worked on the book for many years, um, he was filing lawsuits ever since the release of an obscure game we haven't mentioned yet, Sonic Chronicles, The Dark Brotherhood. Yeah. Which was a DS DS, RPG. It was a Bioware RPG. I hear it's okay. Yeah. That game used the concept of like uh, a hidden echidna society, which was Ken Penders' whole deal in the Sonic comics. And Ken Penders lost his shit and came in talking about uh, original character, do not steal, even though (laughs) they're Sonic the Hedgehog characters who only function as animal characters in Sonic's world. But anyway, he came in and said, no, you're using my original stuff. He had... Apparently, enough of a lawsuit or um, raised a big enough stink that the legal fees uh, made it such that Archie had to capitulate to him somehow. So, I don't know how all the legal proceedings went, but essentially, he got his way to a point because he was saying, You have to pay me royalties every time Jeffrey St. John or um, Archimedes the Ant or some, you know character that i introduced into the sonic world every time they show up or you reference them or use a concept i created for the comic you gotta pay me royalties well no fucking way they're not doing it's a licensed comic right they pay like they have an agreement with sega it's between archie and sega yeah they weren't trying to pay ken pender's royalties so they didn't so they rebooted the comics world to essentially to erase all the characters that ken pender's and just to be safe anybody else subsequent uh, until the current writing team. Yeah. So they kept anything that was Sega. So any character who appeared in a game, safe. Any character who appeared in the old cartoon, safe. Uh, And any characters introduced by the current team, which was mostly Ian Flynn, uh, they had to keep all those characters. Everybody else got, like, retconned out in, like, a a big reality warping crisis on infinite earth type situation yeah um Um, but then I guess he kept at it and it became difficult for Archie to um to keep going with their relationship with Sega so the comics just disappeared there were new comics solicited like there were previews for the next issues they were about to make it to issue 200 uh, no, 300. 300. Three, excuse yeah, me, yeah, excuse 300. me. I own issue 200. That was actually a cool issue. Uh, yeah. they, they were about to make it to 300, and then they just stopped coming out. Eventually, they finally said, that, "You know, that we're going to make an announcement soon, working some things out. And then just now, at San Diego Com- Comic-Con, Comicon. they announced, Sega announced, not Archie Comics. Sega announced, we've ended our partnership with Archie Comics. Uh, we're looking for a new publisher and we'll get right back to you." And then like the next day, uh, IDW and SEGA released a, a statement saying, IDW is going to be the new publisher. And they mentioned uh, previous creators, like people that have worked on the comic, but not they didn't name names and they didn't make promises. But they said, we're going to have a new direction. So we still don't know if these decades of Sonic stories are going to be continued. Or just be left abruptly... Yeah, um, just in the dust. I love these characters. That's something
3: that's hotly debated right
2: now in the Sonic community. Oh, yeah.
3: Because the only thing we have to go on is that Sega owns all the cartoon characters as much as we think they do. Do they want
1: to keep using them, or is that uh, not the direction they like anymore for uh the Sonic brand?
3: I think it's also kind of... Ken Penders help mold those characters into what they are? So it's kind of like yeah. a weird, sketchy, like, well, he kind of created some of the concepts with these characters, and... They did a pretty um, good
1: job purging what he put in yeah, and keeping the characters. Yeah, did stuff. the Genesis Wave. Yeah. Which but is the something... Genesis Wave is what they called the, essentially the reboot mm-hmm. in the comic. It's actually the second I Genesis Wave.
3: that there's something that was used again, though. Oh, that yeah. he had like folded and that's what procked the end of it because he then tried to sue again Gosh. that's what Archie
1: was just like well fuck it we won't so do I, it anymore can, I guess I, okay and here's here's the thing So and he legally, had hinted towards it too legally I guess he had he must have some yeah. kind of claim because what he's doing is he's about to release well he's been talking about it for a fucking year or so he's supposed to release This series called uh, Help me. It's Julie Sue, something about Laura Sue. Excuse me, Laura Sue Chronicles. What is it? Chronicles Laura Sue Chronicles. Okay, and it's using. Okay, I I don't want to overly complicate this. the The most concise way I can put it is when he was writing Sonic, he wrote a story called Mobius Twenty Five Years Later. It was about in the comics timeline, what, how he envisioned the future, a possible future, like 25 years into the future. Sure. It was awful, in my opinion. I was just terrible. Oh, that was garbage. Convoluted. It, was it was like fucking it, read it like a horrible hot. Sonic garbage. fan fiction.
2: Yeah, no, it was
1: Sonic it was bad. Sonic was the king, and married uh, to to Sam. Sally. And now I ship Sonic Sally, but it was just, it was ridiculous. He had children. Um, it was every. It was so weird. But but regardless, Knuckles had a daughter with Ken Pender's favorite uh, character he made for the series, uh, Julie Sue. Oh, was it Julie Sue? Julie Sue Sue was a pink echidna with cybernetic dreadlocks, um, with an overly convoluted look and an overly convoluted story, and it was Knuckles' girlfriend. So in 25 years later, they had a child, Lara Sue, who's like a pink Knuckles with bangs. It's just a really bad OC, basically. Yeah. Um, and and yeah. Penders feels like he owns all that. And maybe he does legally. Because yeah. he's creating yeah. this Lara Sue Chronicles comic. Um, and I guess he gets to do that. But he switched up the art style to give them, like, human proportions. Oh, it looks
2: fucking it's and, so and, and he's had
1: to. So just like Archie and Sonic had to remove, like,. Work that he did in their comics, like wipe it out. So he's had to do that in his. So his Cause... takes place basically in Sonic's future, but then they like I think they refer to Knuckles as like Knox in like flashbacks or something, and have had yeah. to change him to a slightly different character. I think he's
3: got a goatee
1: now. Oh my god. Oh, it just. But I... like,
3: where does that start? Infringing yeah. on copyright, like that's oh, my biggest God. question. Dude, that's symbols. why I think don't...
2: copyright law is fucking. I just think it's bullshit. The fact that he was able to get away with what he got away with and essentially oh. crippled Arch, like Archie, it, it, he crippled Archie. Like their partnership. Yeah, I mean,
3: but that was be like, fair, that was
2: a nearly like twenty year, but also okay, year, Kim, like partners
1: As a Sonic fan, I'm pissed. Yeah. Um, pissed at Archie, pissed at Ken Penders, um, and just upset that it happened. They took my comic away. But also, it's not my comic. Um, Ken Penders, whether he's a, a jerk or not, he did do this work and I think was paid. This is a problem with the comics industry, too. He was paid pretty poorly for it. Sure. Um, and he was not receiving royalties, which I get and I don't get. Yeah. Okay. They. He wrote Sonic the Hedgehog. He did. That's a Sega game series that they licensed out to Archie to make comic books based on. And then he made up some of his own characters in that world who only function as elements of Sonic's world. Yeah. And feels that he owns them. So I'm conflicted. I do. Artists should be paid for their work. Oh no, I. I they should be totally compensated. Agree with that. Um, and his contributions to the Sonic world, for good or bad, mostly bad because he sucks. But uh, <laughs> he still he worked on it and needs that recognition. But he has to know they aren't his original. He didn't create uh, something that's, new. He's just playing in the Sonic sandbox. Yeah, that's see, that's well, how I, that's how I feel. He's adding toys to the to the Sonic sandbox.
3: And that's the thing is that he likes to claim they're completely original, but and that you know people can't use them.
1: How is Knuckles' girlfriend an original character that's yeah, not whole, Sonic?
3: how is Scourge? Because Scourge was created from Evil Sonic, which right. is just Sonic that looks like Sonic with sunglasses and, and a fucking and a leather coat. Jacket. Yeah. Right, yeah.
1: But And, then, and I'm, like, I where does that... Like, was Scourge. Scourge was cool. Well, here's the thing with Scourge. Henders didn't create Scourge. Uh, Ian no, Flynn created Scourge, Sonic. but Scourge was a version of Evil Sonic, which was just Sonic right. with sunglasses and, uh, and, and a leather jacket. Um... Scourge. At that point, can
3: I just make a game that's literally that Mario, but movie. I put a
1: leather jacket and a <laughs> sunglasses on it? Gonna...
3: Uh, this is uh, fucking Mario. Like, Mario. Oh,
1: oh yeah, <laughs> you know, like, well, Bar- how about Mario? Wario, original <laughs> character, do not steal. Um, okay, but Ken Penders, just to complain about him a little bit more. The worst Sonic comic ever.
4: Oh, And so yes, listeners, if yes. you're
1: interested in the worst Sonic comic, because there's some really good ones, and I, I recommend the Sonic comic series for all of its flaws. is actually really cool and probably the best it's version mostly of Sonic. Good, mostly um, good. The worst Sonic yeah. comic ever is a one-shot called Sonic Live. Oh,
2: and, oh my God! I knew oh, you were going to say this. It's so <laughs> yeah, it's so bad. It's from the oh, early '90s. Yeah,
1: it is Ken Penders' fault. It is the worst. It's the most egregious. Like it shows you what kind of person Ken Penders is. It's a comic that is, parts of it are photos, like the cover is a photo of Sonic his, his own child and nephew or cousin or something, uh, playing a Sonic game, uh, and then the story is about Sonic coming out of the TV from the Genesis, and like basically playing with Ken Pender's fucking kids, and the characters so are his own kids. So if he isn't just the most, like, self-insert Mary Sue fanfic writer, oh my god.
2: Oh, I just want to, god, fuck. I just want to complain. So, like, he did all these lawsuits and stuff. Yeah. He goes out to Comic-Con this year. Oh my god. he fucking has the audacity to still be drawing Sonic. Yeah. Well, oh, okay. I
3: mean, let him draw whatever he
2: wants. Yeah, like, sure. okay. It's the fact
3: that he was shit-talking yes. everybody, like, concurrently.
2: Yes, yeah. exactly. That's what pisses me off. And it looks fucking like
1: hot garbage. Oh, it's the worst. It... Oh, my God. For someone who's, like, claiming legal rights to the Sonic world in any way, go on... I'm self promote. Go uh, to Spooky Tanuki on Twitter. Um, <laughs> I have recently... Uh, Posted his drawing. Um, I am shit-talking Kim Penders, but I I guess in an attempt to be somewhat nice, I didn't, like, at him on it. Like, I could have posted up on his... Because he posted on his Twitter. Yes. Um, I saved it and then tweeted it and was like, God, look at this drawing. It is a pencil sketch of Sonic the Hedgehog, and Jesus Christ, it's a bad drawing. It is just... A very bad.
2: Now, like, art is subjective and all that stuff.
1: Except for this. This is fucking shit. God damn. Like, fuck me. This is so bad. Oh, It is. Like,
3: and it's. there's, There's a huge discrepancy, even, like, between some of the other drawings he posted, because he posts these two really god awful pictures of. I assume what is Laura Sue and Julie Sue oh, oh with God. their new weird proportions? But then there's yeah. a weird Captain America that, like, you look at it and you're like, yeah, this is all right. But then you see that he's missing his jaw, like in yeah, the back, like really under his derby. ear, like it's yeah. gone. It's not there, and it's just like, man,
1: uh. like, if,
3: uh. I don't want to be mean.
1: We are, if, we're essentially yeah, being yeah, mean. We are being a little
2: mean,
3: but but, but I'm if angry. this is awful, like then damn, like, we all have future in comic industry. Like. <laughs> right, right.
1: That's what, oh. actually, somebody responded to mine and was like, yeah, I do this in 10 minutes, and it was just a simple Sonic sketch, and it was world better. Like, I, I yeah, any, I, we, yeah, it's a very bad song. I definitely have uh, high school students who are worlds ahead in art of, uh, of Ken Pender's recent Sonic. Yeah. Picture.
3: Having said that, I think he's an all right shader.
1: I'll give him that. He, okay, but... he used to be—he used to be kind of good. Like, I mean, he's done some Sonic comics that are fine, that are acceptable. He usually wrote, he did some art. Um, he's not without talent, but it's like he's getting much worse. He has yeah. gotten worse.
3: He's regressing.
1: It's okay. weird. So I'm heated, I'm riled up about Ken Penders. So I want to. Switch gears and talk about people who worked on the comics, Um, I think we're all deep enough in Sonic comics shit that we probably have our favorites. Yeah. I certainly do. So what can we say good about people that worked on the comics? Do you you guys, uh, were you ate up into it enough to, to know different artists and writers? Uh, yeah. I, I, I know Spaz, like he did a yeah. lot of covers and stuff. Yeah, Patrick um, Spazianti, who goes by Spaz with an exclamation mark, he's good.
3: Which, if you like his art, just put out a Sonic the Hedgehog and I think Sega Genesis something weird co- uh, coloring book, You're where kidding. he did all the lines for it. Dead serious, This just came out I like heard. this week.
1: Oh, yeah. send me a link. Yeah, Spaz I is just... great. Spaz is maybe the best Sonic artist. He's in the a very, franchise. very good artist. Mm-hmm. One of the one of the best. And I say this, and I don't mean best artist on the Archie comic run. I mean like one of the best Sonic the Hedgehog artists, mm-hmm. counting like official art and every. Well, his is official, but counted like of the whole Sonic franchise, Spaz is in the the top. Oh, he's great. For sure. Um,
2: also, like when Ian Flynn, like. Yeah. Came on. As he a writer. wrote
1: from, I don't know what number, but it was he's like written one, it for the last it was quite like a few years. was like 160 something. Yeah. And to most current, mm. and man, when that happened, it just. It, the comic picked up. That would be, if you're listening right now and you're like, oh, I'm a hopeless nerd that wants to read about fucking cartoon animals drama, uh-huh. um, <laughs> then. That would be a good place to start is look up where Ian Flynn's run starts. Yeah. And read from there. Because he takes the comic, and basically, some people would complain that it's like so weird. It has a whole different vibe from the games. And he slowly, without shitting on any of the writers before him, including Ken Penders, he slowly works his way um, into the vibe of the games. Yeah, without sacrificing any of the lore from the comic. He like brings it back in line with the way Sonic is supposed to feel and then he tells really awesome stories taking full advantage of the expanded world that exists in the comics. He's just perfect. Yeah, he's very... awesome. And he got to write for Sonic Boom and there's definitely a campaign, a fan campaign to get him on the IDW series that's coming out next year. The, the continuation I, of the comic. People want him if, writing it, myself included. If I'm
3: correct, if I'm correct, I think he's already a contracting writer for IDW, so I wouldn't be surprised to see that happen. He's and written, Tyson, he's uh, written Tyson a few
1: things. Yeah. He
3: he works with IDW as well. I would not be surprised to see them both.
1: Yeah, I think he got to do some Turtles comics, not their main Ninja Turtles line, but I think he got to do some that were adaptations of the Nickelodeon show. Right. some kind of some Turtles spin-off stuff so you might be right but I really hope I really hope they take care of Ian Flynn his wife uh, I hope I mispronounced her name Aaliyah Aaliyah Baker um <laughs> she also worked on the comics um she's good um Tracy Yardley uh oh yeah he's Actual good like, yeah uh, very, Matt, very good yeah uh Matt these are artists uh yeah. and well and she did some writing Aaliyah Baker did some writing uh Matt Herms is a colorer, a colorist, and he is now coloring the uh, Boom Studios Power Rangers comic. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, he's great. Um, And some people that were with the comic, so John Gray um, was with the comic uh, during Ian's run. They were old friends in, like, the Sonic fan community. Because they both, they came out of the fan community and were hired by Archie. The Archie Comics series was like a conduit by which the fandom could like the 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 upper echelon of talent in the, the fandom could move into official Sonic stuff yeah, through the comic how, series. Isn't that how Tyson Tyson Hess, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's yep. Tyson he Hess used to do sprite comics years like a long time ago. Yeah. Um, and then he did, did fan the art and like Mimi, like I said meme, <laughs> like me- meme esque. I think would be a better a yeah. it. Meme esque uh, Sonic comic strips, like goofy strips and stuff. Yeah. And that you've probably seen, whether you know it was Tyson Hest or not. Um, and then he eventually ended up doing the uh, Sonic Mega Drive spin-off comic series for Archie, which is great. Yeah. And yes. will not apparently not be concluded because part one came out and then. Damn. Yeah. Cancelled, but and then he moved on to do the animation for uh, the opening of Sonic Mania. Oh, great. So he went good. fandom, comics, the games.
4: Great. Yeah, so good, good for, for him. Tyson
1: Hell yeah. Um, other people I want to shout out that I love that works on the comic, somebody that went by Jay Axer uh, back yeah. during the car... B- Carl Bowler's run, Ooh, yeah. uh, remember when they like, rebuilt Knothole, and they like started going to school and stuff? Yes. Really, it was a weird time, it and it was Mina a the very... Mongoose, Mina the Mongoose took a bullet Fuck. to, <laughs> to I, save oh my Sally. God. okay Oh from... That yeah. is a weird time. It was a weird time. Not a good time. Okay. Yeah. You know what? Ken Penders and Carl Bowler's are in cahoots. Yes, they're buddies. I know, and they both yeah. were some of the worst Sonic writers. Yes. I will say, I like Carl Bowler's. <laughs> Carl Bowler's stuff is better though than Ken Penders. Oh, I, I, I agree. Not counting some of Ken Pender's high points, like fifty, but yeah, in general, sure, his sure, stuff sure. was super weird and didn't really match the Sonic vibe, but was also bizarrely interesting. Like, let me it see what, what the Sonic going. characters are it like. It kept me going school. through yeah. the series. So, but, but anyway. Um, no, but during you... that time, though, they had an artist who also came in through DeviantArt. Like, he was just, he was a fan. Um, Jay Axer, he did such cool art. Like, it was so detailed uh-huh. that I read some stuff he put online. He doesn't have a very big online presence. He has a DeviantArt that he still uses, which is weird, because I think a lot of people don't use it anymore. But um, he did the most detailed art to where he had to like bribe his inkers to like even color like to ink it all in because he wow. it was oh. so intricate it's just really cool um so if you search up Jay axer um and try to find his stuff i also tweeted not too long ago um a link to his deviant art journal where he talks about his time at archie so if you're really deep into like sonic comics crap okay uh, like i am it's worth a read all right um he was really young at the time and he put some weird stuff in like he gave Nack the weasel um, a gun like a real gun like Uh a revolver and Archie somehow let that slide so there's a part where Nack shoots at Sally to assassinate her and Mina the mongoose jumps in the way and takes the bullet to save her and it's not like a laser gun it's like a fucking there's a gun Um, and then Archie in retrospect (laughs) was like we probably shouldn't have done that Um, so this is such a weird time Jay axer was awesome. Um, I have to admit, I had a pinup that he did of Mina the Mongoose in like a Japanese gown, uh, or maybe it's Chinese more.
3: Uh, I, I would say probably Chinese or Yeah, Chinese.
1: I had that printed out and in a binder at high school, and I would uh, carry that around, so God help me. Um, yeah, so those, those are some of my favorite people. Oh, I, I mentioned John Gray, and then I didn't say what he did. He did some of the art. He had really expressive cartoony art. Um, he teaches cartooning at a college now. Um, and he did a lot of those little off-panel strips. Oh, and yeah. And I think he was an editor, too. So he was kind. Of, he was usually behind the scenes, but he did do some main uh, sequential art for the series. Sure. And then he got unceremoniously just laid off. Ah,
2: damn. That sucks. Yeah, and it hurt him.
1: I mean, it was bad. Like, yeah, I followed him yeah. online damn. and just watched him go through... They they did him dirty, and that he sucks. was one of the coolest people. Man, on the now I kind of don't like because I was feeling a little, I was feeling a little bad
2: about Archie losing Sonic. They were kind of pricks. I kind of don't feel yeah, as bad. I kind of don't feel like, as bad now. I kind of don't feel yeah. as bad for them. Yeah, you know, I, I was definitely a little more sympathetic to to them, but maybe maybe not so much.
3: Yeah, in, in them of that. having license stripped from them is, like, such a favor to the fans of the comic. Yeah, I hope if
1: IDW does right by Sonic, and they probably will, because they have yeah. to buy, like, Ninja Turtles. Um, yeah, I
3: think that they understand what they're taking on.
1: I hope sure. so. I'm, I'm optimistic, and I'm glad it's not just over, because that's what I was afraid of. Yeah.
3: But other artists that, like, I, I really enjoy some of the later artists, like, uh, Jamal Peppers. Oh, yeah. Uh, ben Bates. Uh, even, um, Jen Hernandez? Jen Hernandez, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: She's, you can follow her on Twitter. I think she's, I hate to say this because I'm not trying to insult these artists, but Archie did them dirty, and I think most of those folks you mentioned, you could see them out online looking for work. Yeah, Cause, I mean, and,
3: and it sucks because they're yeah. really good, like, artists, and they really did not deserve it. But yeah. one, one other one that... I, I kind of enjoy the art. It's really weird and different and doesn't look like Sonic, but but I really love the style of it at the same time is uh, Gary Bedell's Sonic work.
1: I don't remember. Which what, is like... What era? His, when was that?
3: Oh, God. It's like early hundreds, I want to say, like in the hundred...
1: Okay. I don't even remember.
3: Twenties, maybe forties even. It's okay. like the really... like Sonic spines look more like really shittily drawn... Super Saiyan three, uh, yeah, and he's just I, got, like a giant rectangle eye instead. I remember. Oh. I remember
1: that. Yeah, I do too. I, I do too. I
3: like it just because it looks so different, but still like looks like Sonic. I guess Ooh. I don't know. It's really weird. Okay,
1: I want to wrap up our our comics section, but I do I do want to um, shit talk one last uh, contributor. My least favorite uh, Sonic artist was uh, Ron Lim. Uh, he, I know he did some stuff for Marvel, and he usually drew, like, standard superhero stuff, but his Sonic work is just, and he's fine, he's not a bad artist, but man, his Sonic work is so weird. He drew Sonic's, like, uni-eye, you know, as really yeah. like, he made him look like a Cyclops. Oh. And he made everybody look really stretched out. Their limbs were, like, yeah really long.
2: I, oh my god.
1: Yeah, I, used, you, yeah, I'm Ron picturing Lin, yeah.
2: Fuck. It was me, wild. that art
1: was so bad. I think he drew some of Carl Bowler's stories. Yeah. So it was oh, just it I, was a wild whoo, time to be a Sonic whoo, whoo, fan. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, last thing I want to say about the comic, because I, I would probably talk about the comic forever, um, is an embarrassing story. Um, I uh, am still friends with a guy who I worked with in Japan. He's a lot older than me. Um, and he's very professional. I mean, he has, he has a Ph.D. Um, in, in education, English education, a very proper Japanese man, and uh, he uh, is friends with me on this dumb website called Goodreads, where you put in like what books you've read. Yeah. And like every other stupid-ass website, it has like an option to link it to your Facebook. Sure. For some reason, I did so okay so I didn't realize this but as I was adding books to my Goodreads like books I've read or my collection or whatever Mm -hmm. uh, it was posting that to Facebook okay where I'm friends with uh, with this guy with with Shinji Uh, and he saw my post saying that I rated the Sonic the Hedgehog encyclopedia (laughs) which is an encyclopedia of all of the lore to the comics he saw my post where I rated that five out of five, five stars. He knows me not as a hopeless children's media we have been nerd. Heard. He knows me as an as a fellow educator. We're colleagues. Yeah. So being uh, of a of a different native language, and seeing that I have recommended so highly a work of literature. <laughs> yeah a work of English literature, which he (laughs) studies, Um, he decided to immediately purchase the Sonic the Hedgehog (laughs) Encyclopedia on Amazon on my recommendation. Because being much older than me and of a different generation doesn't understand Facebook as well. Uh And I think thought that I had sent him a uh, personal recommendation to get. So he ordered that, and I had to try to explain the misunderstanding and i just even thinking about it right now i feel like just oh, oh my god that's, that's, that's <laughs> I love so funny it. that's <laughs> so good oh my god so so as we wrap up um i want to touch on uh toys and merchandise and then we can't be done unless we talk about how fucking weird the sonic fandom is oh so real quick what kind of like what was your favorite sonic uh items to own like toys uh merchandise etc
2: um honestly as far as toys went i i wasn't like eating i wasn't no i just i Brent's i
1: wasn't
2: much i wasn't much of a toy collector at um like growing up like i didn't get i did get a lot of toys like and had a lot of money. All right, Brandon, have any? But Chris, what kind of Sonic yeah. stuff do you have? <laughs> so, what kind of Sonic toys do you guys have? Uh, um,
3: I'm sad. I really love my <laughs> Sonic 1993 plush.
1: Ooh, I think I have the same one. What describe yeah. this toy?
3: Yeah, it's it's like you know it's like a, a Sonic, you know, plush, and he's got like his spines are really like flat though. They're not like actual like.
1: Yep, in three spines. parts. Yes. A middle, like, felt panel. Your side. Yeah. And the two on the sides. Yeah, I, too, own that toy. And also it is one of my favorite Sonic toys.
3: I am so upset that I don't have the tails to go with it. And it's something I'm always on the search for, like, oh in a good God. condition.
1: Me, and too. And it's hard to get.
3: Like, I want that tail. My like, friend had the tails.
1: And get this. There's a Sally Acorn that goes. Oh, no way. Tip. Yes. There is and it's one of the only Sally toys that's official merchandise. That's oh something like
3: way. I want. Like Kills I, and them. I you know. Yeah, for yeah,
1: sure. I I need that. All right.
3: But I also really enjoy the uh the Sonic Adventure toy line. The uh, I can't remember what cuz there were two different
1: resource toys which is gone now.
2: Yeah, there were like five of five action
3: I think I had right. a
1: friend that actually had those so we would fuck around with those. Yeah. I have Sonic, tails, and Knuckles, yeah. but there was a had... big. There was oh. an E one o two gamma. Oh yeah, my friend. He had E one o two and Big, the cat.
3: Oh no! So I'm thinking of a different toy line then, oh. because the line that I had didn't have E one o two or Amy.
1: Oh, there's the... Amy in this line yep. too. What 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 is this? Maybe you're talking about one I don't even know about. What is it?
3: Um, I don't know, cause I know you've seen them before, but they the card that they were on. Uh, was a white card reminiscent to, like, the box art. And then the other line was green. Like, it was a more, like, jungle look with the Sonic Adventure, like, logo
1: and stuff. Man, this is not even sounding familiar to me.
3: Yeah, it's... Uh, uh, they sold them at... I got them at KB Toys, I want to say. That's a...
1: Oh, man. All right. This like, is not even the first time we've talked about KB Toys. On yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah, because, um... I'll, yeah, I'll send you a link. Cause the ones that I have are. Oh yeah, here's here's. I found a picture. At least the Knuckles and Eggman, um, and yeah, I had the. Cause there were five. It was Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, Eggman, and Big. Of okay. all of the characters. Well, name. Okay,
1: I can only, I can speculate. They might Jack Pacific, got the license, but and I, if I'm I think, I think I still know what's going on. I haven't bought Sonic toys in forever, but. I think they're still the ones making them. Uh, I just re- remember. No, no, there was like something island, Treasure Island, Toy Island, or something. I don't maybe know, I just remember seeing the ones at
2: Toys R Us that were like. It was like the Generations one. There was like a
1: Classic Sonic. Yeah, those are more recent. Yeah. Yeah, and those have. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, do you remember uh, the Happy Meal? Oh yeah. uh, Chris. I'm
2: looking at this this picture. Uh, I do remember these toys. Toy Island. There
1: you go. Yeah, that okay. Resaurus had the Sonic license, uh, and theirs uh, were. There was a second series,
3: yeah. and I'm thinking. The yeah, Risors were, were really high two, I had series one,
1: but then they went out of business, so that's why yeah. so quickly afterward. Because usually it takes years for a license to, to expire and transfer a, another company to get it. Yeah. But Resource went under. They had a, they had a um, line of Sonic Adventure toys and they had a line of Street Fighter toys. Like They even did like Street Fighter Pocket where it was like chibi Street Fighter toys. Uh-huh. Uh, Tyler had Ken and I think Chun-Li from that line. It was a good toy company. Um, but they, I don't know, something happened. So then Toy Island came out with um, like... Cheaper ones, they were made of like a lighter plastic, and that's the line that Chris had. I did not have any of those. Cool. Yeah. Um, There was a Happy Meal, and it was way back. It was like when Sonic 3 came out or something. Oh, I, I know. I, Sonic, seen, I remember those. Things. There's a Sonic who's running, and he has like fire trailing behind him, but huh? the fire is like a big chunk of plastic, and you push a button on that, and it shoots him it shoots out. Him out. I think I remember you seeing you with yeah, that. Yeah, I have it. There's a Tails. Who is basically like one of those toys? What are they called? Like dragon flyers or something? There's these toys. Oh my god! You yeah. You pull this string, and tails as tails are basically a propeller. Yeah. And it he flies. He really does. I mean, it's it's kind of a neat toy. He flies. Um, he flies around for a while until uh-huh. the propeller stops spinning. Um, there was an a uh, robotnik in a little UFO thing. Yeah. And it's just the type of thing where you pull it back and it goes. But it has some sort of little sensor so it knows not to fall off the table. Uh-huh. They're really neat. Uh, I think those are the only ones I remember. No, Knuckles. There's a Knuckles. He is, his legs from waist down is like dust, like he's running. Yeah. Um, and if you pull him back, he spins around in circles and like goes I... forward.
2: Remember there were some later toys. I think they were also Happy Meal. They're like these electronic. That was uh, way later, like was, Sonic yeah, Adventure. Era. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they're like these, like little, like electronic games, mm-hmm. um, and they they didn't do much. It was just like a little like mini game, yeah. but those are the ones I remember. Um, Man, you're not very good at this, Brandon. I don't have very many toys, I will say though. <laughs> um, there's the the so there's the Kid Robot. Um, that company made these like special like sonic like keychains yeah I do have that and it's on my keychain right now it's this sonic mine is uh, the one where he's pointing up and he's laughing I love this keychain I'm so glad that this this is the one I wanted it's like it's from a blind box yeah yeah, it's just a blind box so you like you open it and there's a chance you can get uh, I think there's the tails and a couple other baddies and stuff and uh, but there's mostly, like, Sonic doing different things. There's, like, one doing his spin dash and yeah. just, like, a normal one. But uh, those are the ones. I like Kid Robot, and, like, I definitely like that little keychain, even though it's just a little keychain. Um,
3: I will I will say, I think there was a fifth toy in the 1993 McDonald's line. Oh, really? I could oh. be wrong. It could have been from different, but there was a TV... With a Genesis on top of the TV, and when you rolled it across the table, it would be like Sonic, and then it would rotate to Tails, then Knuckles, and then I think Eggman. Dude, that sounds
1: awesome, and I definitely don't have that. Yeah, that's that's cool. Yeah, I've got one in. of those. Man, I thought I had the whole line, but if that, i have to track that thing down. Um, I have, this is not official merchandise, I have an enamel pin... You know, like a like a pin that you can like pin on a bag or something. Yeah, um, that I got from a con, um, and it's a floppy disk, and the label says Sonic Porn, um,
4: and it's really <laughs> so cute. Good. It's done
1: in like this little like cute anime style, and uh, the artist. Since I'm mentioning it, I want to credit the artist. I guess her name is Alanim. Uh, Alunim. Alunim? Uh, it's A L U H N I M. Uh, she's got Tumblr. Probably, probably Google her up. But yeah, it's a little floppy disk that says Sonic porn. It was too funny to not get. Um, and then my favorite, favorite Sonic thing. This British fashion label called uh, Drop Dead um, did a Sonic collab. And one of the pieces they put out is a, sweat, a black sweatshirt that looks like a band tour shirt. Uh, it has the sonic and knuckles logo on the front that cool like silhouetted sonic and knuckles face in an oval uh that's on the front and on the back looks like a band tour thing it has uh instead of like tour dates and locations it has every zone from sonic and knuckles it is one of the coolest sweaters I have to like I'm not, not. wear that sweater because like I look in the closet and I'm like oh I know what I'll wear today the Sonic and knuckles sweater like I wear it every day but like I don't because I don't want to just wear it over and over again but I have to consciously like not wear that over and over again it's such
2: a good like I'm jealous like I'm I'm Legit envious I that. spent, like, it's don't be good, too
1: jealous because I spent, I know you spent oh, a good <laughs> chunk of money. Like more I, I think than I a reasonable person would spend on a sweatshirt. Uh-huh.
3: I think I remember you sending me a link to that when like it went up and I was just like oh yeah I'm gonna buy this and then I was like no. Nah. Yeah you convert, <laughs> you convert
1: the British pounds to uh, American dollar and you're like oh what the fuck <laughs> for Sonic shit? Yeah, baby. <laughs> I did it. No regrets. I mean,
3: I, some some dollars for some Sonic, yeah, but that that's was, a it that was a was little insane. out of my range at the time. Yeah I, yeah, I think I would probably go for it now because I'm a bit more like stringent with my purchasing. But like,
1: you know, still. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah, it was, but I, no regrets. Okay, yeah. so to wrap our show. I think it's a great way to go out. Oh, it's a big. We've way. got to talk about whatever it is that makes Sonic fans fucking nuts.
0: White Sonic, white Sonic, white Sonic, white Sonic, white Sonic, white Sonic!
4: Light
0: Sonic! <laughs> Stop!
4: hating on Sonic.
1: Instead of just like Normal fans like if you search Sonic shit on the internet, or no, don't media. don't
3: search Sonic shit. Search something else than shit. Like that is oh, not. Well, the, well, I mean that's okay. that. You know what? You
1: want to go there? Search that's like exactly. Sonic the donuts or something. No, you find Sonic <laughs> shitting in a diaper. Sonic listening to himself. You find him, uh, him and all his friends and all people's OCs. Just sucking and fucking and just like <laughs> sitting in their own urine and like throwing up on themselves and every inflated inflation fetish where they're like blown up like balloons um, or overfed to where they're morbidly obese. There's that one where
2: shadows like a toilet. I know Chris you said that. <laughs> so, yeah.
1: the shadow the edge is stretched out into the shape of a toilet yeah. and then somebody's like <laughs> shitting in his <laughs> mouth.
3: Yeah, no, like Shadow's the tank and Sonic was the bull. Yeah. What the
1: fuck? Like something we're... about yeah. if you search for like, uh, I don't know, like what's some even Mario? I mean it's out there. If you go deep enough, you'll find some weird shit. But like Batman or like any like think of some fictional property that you enjoy, you're not gonna find that stuff at least not right away. Yeah, unless you, you gotta get into, dig like, a little
2: deeper, but the
1: just... deep internet. Sonic, right there at the surface, is immediately sexually deviant, just straight off the bat. Yes. I, Why?
3: I think it's to go with the '90s attitude, because in the '90s, that I think that oh, was 90s. when we had the biggest push for sex sales. Cells, Sorry, But my Sonic was losing sex my cells! <laughs> no, but it. it he, is he, responsible was, for he was. He was the bad parties. boy. Okay. He was like. Which the is bad fine. boy, the attitude. Don't so it kind of went together.
1: May, yeah, maybe. May, he did. Okay, he is. I guess he is supposed to have Clinton, Bill Clinton's attitude. <laughs>
2: <So>. <laughs>
1: I don't
3: so. it? Maybe it's Bill Clinton's that? fault what's that Sonic that the Hedgehog is, is a sexual deviant. The, um, the emotional images for. Uh, what was her name? The, the female human character. Madonna. Madonna. Yeah. 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 I, you know, the most. You know, conservatively dressed person in the world, or like, drunk. <laughs> yeah. But I think it just goes with the whole mentality of what the '90s kind of were. Even, maybe, but
1: like even there's other '90s properties that people don't get. So I think it feeds into it. Though. Deep in fetish. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's now there's you know, rule 34. There's there's porn of everything, but not like I- that. Not I- not where not where they're a toilet and their mouth is the toilet bowl. <laughs> that's
3: true that's that's a bit extreme there's something special
1: (laughs) there's some special quality
3: i've had this conversation a lot of like especially when it comes to like furries and stuff like i don't really consider myself one but i don't really consider myself like gendered or a sexuality i don't have like it just that stuff doesn't register for me it's like for me i think the understanding that i usually go with it is that in the 90s think about when we were a kid like what was popular, it's like, you know, Looney Tunes, Rocco, Ren and yeah. Stimpy. Animaniacs. All Just... anthropomorphized characters. And not only that, a lot of them tried to push the envelope of what was allowable and tolerable. And
2: it's fair. And That's especially an- Animaniacs, I yeah. know, was very, like, envelope pushing.
1: Uh, yeah. for it. Hey, Ren and, and Stimpy? Yeah. As well, you know. Okay. So maybe, maybe- I'll I... something, Chris. Animal characters of the 90s were deviant.
3: Yeah. And, they were, and it wasn't just that they were, like, sexual or anything, I think it was just that they were,
0: <laughs> you know, Tyler.
3: they were just bad boy, and you were like, I want to do what the bad boy's do, and they're like, I'm fucking today, and you're like, cool, Tyler, and then they're like, I'm shit
2: today, and you're like, whatever, it's Sonic, oh my right? God. Okay. Tyler is showing us, um, some just real lewd real
1: lewd it's sonic a bunch stuff. of sonic scat stuff yeah it's a bunch of like dead so, explosive okay. diarrhea coming out so alright
2: so the fandom
1: we know it,
2: it attracts a special type of person mm-hmm. so, I do, but, uh, so what are the highlights alright well, we mm-hmm. have a couple examples of uh, people starting with number one the one probably most if you're an internet savvy person uh-huh. you have probably have heard of this person <laughs> at this point uh uh Kristen Weston Chandler
1: Um aka
2: Chris Chan
1: yeah right, let me get um, out ahead of this discussion Messiah we're not gonna we're not gonna like um I we know. can't talk about it yeah okay that's look.
3: a that's a 10 hour topic in itself. Right. right yeah, right yeah, yeah. we
1: don't even we can't get into that i Basically, also i also want to say just look this person up i i did we all are guilty yeah. of this we laughed our asses off that's no good. We read the whole story, we watched his videos, we fo- we followed the whole ordeal. But let me, let me just say, now that I'm grown, I was yeah, grown man, so I'm not making excuses for myself. But I'm more grown. We're
2: older. I, we're I, I we're work sure.
1: in the field of special education. I work every day, and I have a family history, and, and close friends, and people that I love and care about who are mentally ill. Chris, Chris Chan, as he's known on the internet, He's clearly mentally ill in a real way yes um and even though he's super bizarre and it could be argued that to a certain extent he really did put himself out there but also he's clearly ill and his parents and caretakers and, and people in his life did, really should have helped him to to not um continue to feed like to feed into what was given to yeah exactly he he clearly needed support and it's actually absolutely tragic um how his his life uh was just broadcast all over the internet you know and and he became like a sort of internet laughing stock that said so that's my disclaimer like I think that we we ought to have known better than to participate in and, and laugh at that at the time that said it is a huge part of the weird fucking Sonic fandom. Very much so. And I think we can comment on we can talk about it as a thing that happened. Yes. Without, yeah. um, um, perpetuating, uh, the ridiculing of the mental. Yeah, so... So what, who's Christian? Okay. okay, let's let's run through that.
2: It's, as far as the Sonic fandom goes, I'll just, I'll touch upon these points and you guys can feel free to, to add in if, if you want. He created a fan comic called Sonichu and in a lot of his videos, he would wear uh, like this, like sculpy, like self-made metal that he made of the Sanichu. medallion. Yeah, his medallion. Yeah. Um, and so he would talk about Sonichu a lot. Well, what is Sonichu? Sonic. Okay, Sonichu is Sonic. But it's fused, yeah, fused with Pikachu, um, and it's just, that's, I don't don't even know what else to say, what else, what else is there to say about Sonic? Chris
1: Chan described his creation as the electric hedgehog Pokemon, and it literally is just straight up, it's like if Sonic was Pikachu, it's just a yellow Sonic with Pikachu's attributes. And then he created this entire, uh, like, colored pencil world. uh, was
2: was it Chris Chris Chan, didn't he draw himself? Oh, yeah, he He, was, like, the loving father. Yeah,
1: he was self-inserted. And then he also, both in real life and I guess kind of in the comic, was, like, in pursuit of a virgin sweetheart or something. Um, it was just wild. It was, you know, uh...
3: It's really something to, like... Educate yourself on this, on the subject of, because it's it's really fascinating of what it was. he did. He created a universe that he thought was important enough to send out to the world and tell people about, and yeah. really get other people excited. Well, for it. not just to the world
1: either. He was delusional enough that he thought that yeah. like Sega was gonna take note of his great original creation, which is just Sonic and Pikachu, a different like competing uh, <laughs> licensed property, and he. Would just push it and like email Nintendo and Sega and
3: it's really endearing when you think about it. But like, there's a movie. Yeah, he he wasn't able
1: to like grow up very well. Yeah,
2: the the problem is is he he crossed a lot of boundaries. Yeah. um, Within the Sonic fandom and outside of it. Well, and he Um, had some
1: really problematic. uh, views too and yes. he was very homophobic and transphobic at first and then he eventually um, came out as trans later and then that was a whole uh, is he saying we? I don't know I, I don't feel of, I, see you know what come to think of it I think we are I think but then again I think his whole conception of um, gender identity I think he described himself as a tom girl which through his description was like I, I believe that he still was presenting as male, but that he just wanted to adopt, like, feminine attributes or something, and the terms that he would use are not necessarily, like, the the um, accepted terms. Like, he had his whole own conception. Okay. And so... I think we might be misgendering him. That's no good. Which, if, um, we, so if we we are like, I, I apologize in she, advance. Like, but okay, but yeah, it's from a place of um, I honestly don't know because I felt bad about the whole like just following his life online and laughing at him. Yeah. that I haven't followed him. Exactly. We can't. We, and think, so I don't really. I think we him. just came to a, a general consensus of. But it, what was? The rest of his situation, though, is he. It turned out that the home, the home environment he was living in, which which we, the internet audience, found more and more out about, yes, was that home environment was a hoarder house, yes, that was like burned down, didn't it? It did. It eventually mm-hmm. burned down. And there's this famous, infamous video of, uh, I'll just say Chris Chan and not pronoun him, but uh, God damn it, that's no good. Uh, but <laughs> Chris Chan's dad, who's passed away. Uh, at one point, appeared on camera or on audio, at least, and just was saying, "Get this off the internet!" Like they're gonna condemn. You want the county to uh, condemn our home, and we'll have to get it off the internet. Chop and it he's down! Just yelling, chop, went, chop it down! Chop this internet <laughs> down! And it, oh man, you couldn't help but laugh, um, and we did. Yeah, it's it's just a. If nothing else, it's a very. Bizarre
2: look at a person who was very much invested in the Sonic uh, fandom, so much so that when Sonic Boom came out, all oh, right, and he had oh, and Sonic Boom had the blue arms, Uh protested. Yeah, he Chris Chan went to GameStop. GameStop I and like got, himself was, got arrested. Yeah he, yeah, he got himself arrested because he was like hounding the employees and like. I think they had like a standee or something. Like he just caused a huge ruckus. He uh, was inserting new, like updated covers
3: for the game that he printed off to fix Sonic's arms, and he would slip them into like the game case. Oh boy! That was on display. Right. Yeah. That's that
1: was the main complaint. Was the arm color? Um, oh boy. I'm um, actually. This is this is a. Um gonna be a, a futile endeavor. I'm trying to find out right now as we're wrapping our discussion of Christian yeah. what pronoun to use. The problem with that is most content about him on the internet exists to ridicule Ma- him, which yeah. is the whole humor of it. Which so I'm not it's very difficult to find I, what i have that Seth. I'm somebody
3: that kind of like loosely still follows him like uh-huh. and not in like a like a harmful way like I'm I am actually just generally interested in what he's doing because yeah. I find him fascinating and it's not to ridicule him or anything but I think he uses she and her I, I'm not entirely sure but like I'm I'm fairly certain those are the pronouns he uses at this point. Okay,
1: okay. Or, well, I... As I, I Yeah. Uh, and I, yeah. <laughs> That's no good. I, I it's complicated. It's we,
2: a complicated issue that we are We, we as fully a collective
1: aware. fandom, uh, did Chris Chan so damn dirty, We. Uh, but, but it was also... I laughed until I was crying. Yeah. And I don't I'm not proud of that, sure. but that's that's part of my Sonic experience. Yeah. It really is. It, um, yeah, I
2: am um, definitely, yeah. you know, if nothing else if you're curious, I think from a fascination it's really standpoint, something. It's the the Chris Chan story is is one to at least oh lord, yeah. Um, not don't go on there like looking for laughs, it, but it's like I I feel like it's a compelling enough story um, and like at the end of the day Chris chans he's they, they're a person okay like yeah. they're a person um, who clearly like they have something going on and we should just try to be as kind as we can to them um, you know moving forward but
1: um, yeah. that's but we, all we there. had a, we, yeah, yeah that that's was, all I want to say about it was a thing. pretty wild uh, yeah. situation and I will say so I mean I'm not excusing our own Um, complicity or or, uh, uh, participation in the ridicule of Chris Chan on the internet, but I will say, uh, Chris Chan dug in with some pretty wild shit themselves. Yes, uh, that person had some really overtly homophobic things and was extremely, uh, like intolerant a Christian and would yeah. have a lot of negative things to say about people who weren't. So, that doesn't um, excuse. No, no. Just our because community. just because that person is problematic themselves doesn't mean we get to be. But anyway, anyway, yeah. um we we dug ourselves into All a right. Christian hole, but it's definitely <laughs> it is a we wild can, ride. We could talk to so move much on about to this. another um person who was, I to me, a big part of like my realization that searching Sonic on the internet could get pretty wild. Um, <laughs> Alex Henriol, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, was a French Sonic fan. And she used to be on this forum called Sonic Passion, which I don't think exists anymore, which is a forum, as I understand it, for people who were romantically or sexually basically obsessed with Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, Alex Henrial I think, mostly went by like Sonic's wife. Just really considered herself to be Sonic's wife, and didn't seem to have a very good grip on reality, and, and felt like uh, she was married to Sonic. And there was a particular blog post from uh, the year of our Lord 2005, in which she wrote, "Just have to um, read this. Someone. She's responding to someone." I have to read the exchange. So bear with this. Is, this is wild enough to, to go into. So someone, Sukhan Kun, uh, posted, uh, Alex, sorry, but I've always wondered this. Would you really be willing to eat his vomit? Have you eaten vomit before? Would you really want to hurt Sonic and drink his blood? Would you really want him to put you within an inch of your life and call that love? I'm sorry. I understand obsessions like this but have you ever actually experienced that stuff before? I don't think if Sonic loves you, he would really want to hurt you. Does that make sense? Alex, seemingly angrily, responds. Fortunately, you're sorry because you hurt me very hard. You asked me if I would be really willing to eat his vomit when what it means is that you would be willing to think that I am a liar. I am not a liar. I think absolutely all I say. Size. If I called my forum Sonic Passion, it's not for nothing. Sure that I ever eaten my vomit. I imagined that it was his, of course. Otherwise, I couldn't perform that kind of stuff. No, I do not want to hurt him, but I would want to drink his blood. Yes, I want to be his slave. No, Sonic will never love me because he is God and I am trash. And I oh want to God. tell it once again I'm not a liar and I hate liar. I love Sonic with all my heart, and I would shoot myself with a gun if that could makes him happy. I am <laughs> totally serious. I swear that if Sonic come to me and ask me to kill myself, I will do it. Why I would do that? Because he is my love, my life, my hope, my passion. He is the only one I live for. I would do anything to make Sonic happy, even give my life. I hope that now everyone understand how it's easy to me to eat vomit.
2: Jesus Christ the tragic <laughs> part about
3: that is Sonic told her to kill herself and she killed um, herself so how do you feel about she did not this kill is, herself this is the
1: connection no she didn't and I think she eventually um, cast off oh, the, the Sonic yeah. situation and I, I think she moved on with her life She again just like Christian was someone who did not seem healthy we probably shouldn't have been laughing at her but oh my god Eating Sonic's vomit and just drinking his blood. Okay. If there's he any is God and I am if, trash. If there's any point to be made here, there is something about Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes. Because I have never read a website where somebody said Spider-Man, he is God and I am trash. I wanna eat his vomit. I've never seen yeah, that website. It's honestly like You can find is... some like weird Spider-Man like bara porn. Sure. But sure. it's not like this.
2: It... I, let me just say that this is—we're not judging anybody for whatever. This is purely just commentary. I, I am laughing at eating Sonic. Um, a I bit. Same, same. I feel bad I, about it, but
1: it's too wild.
2: It's so never, like Joseph said, never have I ever seen this kind of behavior in any other fandom. Hell, I'm part of the Gorillas fandom, and it's a pretty bad fan. Like I love Gorillas and all the fans. There's some there's some crazy people in that fandom. Are they, they do not their compare vomit oh, no, they garden. do not compare to the
1: people in the Sonic fandom. Sonic
3: fandom? Part, part of me really hopes that Ooh. like
2: like I understand you're
3: talking about the band But part of me wants me to be like, man, I love that Brandon is so passionate about these harmless creatures that
2: <laughs> the,
3: the jungles
2: <laughs> the and jungle, like <laughs> the, legit, the, the legit gorillas, yeah no. Um, but it's, oh my god, it's just, I, I love Sonic, I I love Sonic, it's just, there's some kind of pull to this, to this blue blur that, you know, it pulls a certain kind of person, and that's fine, it's just, oh boy, it's, it's, it's rough, um, I want to talk about, um, well, Chris, I feel like you were about to say something. So
3: what oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, I was going to say, I, I think when it, at the end of the day, if, like, somewhere, someone were to do some crazy research and, like, whatnot, I think it comes to the attitude and the mentality of the 90s uh, added with all the other things around us. Yes. Because uh, I think there are a lot of, like, other fetishes and whatnot that come from just what we grew up with, like, in cartoons and whatnot. That, sure help mold you know our generation specifically but yeah th- there's really something there and it's something really inherent with just being sonic that really drives the fans like that extra
2: mile yeah
1: yeah um and i think okay so i'm gonna at the risk of sounding like i'm falling all over myself trying to excuse my own problematic uh behavior here I did last word on that i do want to say listen if you want to eat vomit in a consensual uh, exchange, hey man, then you. you eat that vomit. Uh, what I, I what I'm laughing at is someone wanting to eat the fictional anthropomorphized <laughs> hedgehog's vomit, um, but you can't because he's God and I'm trash. And <laughs> that's
3: like, it's just, it's, yeah. I I absolutely <laughs> would echo because that's something that I am very passionate about talking, um, about is talking about, uh, sexual nature and, like, fetishes and sure, all that sure. kind of It's a very, stuff it's a that, very interesting
2: topic.
1: We're, we're yeah. engaging in some light kink shaming here, but...
0: That's no good. Well, but I, I wouldn't,
1: like, <laughs> yeah,
2: I, I
0: mean... I just
3: think that it's, like, an interesting topic that no one really wants to talk about, because yeah. it's, like, everybody's got something, and it's, like, why not just celebrate it? Like I, I, you know, it's a weird kind of thing that I don't really.
1: <coughs> okay, I'm sorry. I just received. <laughs> I just received a message from Tyler, who is in our kitchen, uh, trying to keep Gino from barking. <laughs> and it says, "Does Sonic actually vomit? It's never been proven." <laughs> um, I think that that oh, might be a good way that's to go out. Does, does oh, Sonic uh, actually vomit? It's it had never been proven. Been proven. Um, I want to talk about
2: one more person. Just, okay. just just real quick. Oh, I know who it is. Uh, um, so, at the beginning of the episode, I played a clip from this uh, young man's YouTube. Uh, and he goes by the name of Sammy, Classic Sonic Fan. Uh, <laughs> and, like... He.
1: And this is a little kid. This at is the a time little, of the video. At the time
2: of the video, it's, it's a little kid. He's very, very passionate about Sonic. Just yelling, screaming, <laughs> getting real riled <laughs> he's literally up. Literally screaming. Yeah, he, he's legit <laughs> screaming, getting so riled up about Sonic. Isn't it like um, leave Sonic
4: alone? Yeah, like, like, Yeah, it's like leave Sonic alone yeah. because
2: he is just this real big defender of the of the later Sonic games mm-hmm. and like I mean I don't want to laugh at this kid because he's a he was a kid I think you can laugh at the kid but I I can... he he
1: he has said more recently because he still exists he's yeah. like a human being and he's grown up considerably yeah uh, he um, said that he was being like over the top I mean he's trying to get YouTube viewers of course also he's a Trump supporter now and... so you know He's a kid, but yeah. Go ahead and say, yeah. Fuck, fuck him. Yeah. Um, I mean a little bit, you know.
2: But I would say, comparatively, aside from him yelling and screaming about Sonic in a lot of videos. Yeah. Um. He's just funny. He's just he's just goofy. But it's I would say he's one of the lighter. Yeah. It's less extreme. Yeah. 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 It's just funny. He doesn't talk about eating vomit and you know that kind of stuff. Yeah. But that's that's all I really want to say about Sammy Classic Sonic fan. His all his stuff's on YouTube. Uh, so if you want to see a kid yell about Sonic for 15 minutes, good. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, too bad we don't have a video channel or we'd yell about Sonic for fifteen minutes. We'd yell about Sonic for like four hours. Oh god. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay, so speaking of four hours. Uh, I don't know if that's how long it's really been, but yeah, I want to wrap been, the episode. It's,
2: yeah, it's it's been almost three.
1: And I want to thank Chris Calvert, uh, for whom it's been uh, an early morning recording. Yeah, I'm yeah. on the other side of the planet.
3: Yeah, what time is it there, Chris? It's 11.30 right now. Oh, wow. Which is probably the time I'd normally be getting up,
2: but... <laughs> well, we, we appreciate you getting up early and, you know... <laughs> Uh, being guests on our show uh sonic no. man? yeah you Thank- are the sonic man
3: <laughs> no 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 no. thanks thanks for having me on baby fur cast like really-
2: <laughs> <laughs> baby fur i forgot about baby Fur. um i want to make one more quick point uh the sonic social media uh, oh yeah just real just real quick Friends to aaron like holy yeah. shit He's like, good. Prop, yeah, props to the social media, like, person running their social media. It's just perfect. They're doing such a good job. Um, it's funny. Um, they're also, like, they're informative, but they're, they can be sarcastic. It's like it's like if Sonic, uh, yeah. the best way I can describe it is if Sonic were running the social media. Yeah,
1: if Sonic so, ran his own Twitter, um, it'd be but, uh, Aaron, what's his name? Aaron Weber. Aaron Weber. He is Sonic yeah, in 2017. He is Sonic personified. Um, Love it. with the He's so it, modern. Yes. Very... It's
3: thanks to him that mania is happening and Forces has got the character... Because if it wasn't for his taking over the social media and saying, guys, trust me with this. I'm going to really bring Sonic back in a big way. Uh-huh. I don't think Sega would have been so open to be like, yeah, let's let another company make a Sonic game. And let's let Fans like Tyson animate for us and you know OC creator yeah like they would have never have done that if it wasn't for Aaron Weber Uh I full heartedly thank
1: thank god for Aaron Weber Weber. he's Um, awesome he he uh embraced all the memery yes and and just said okay that's part of what's Sonic
2: yeah um there's this like one of my favorite drawings of Sonic of all time is just this really crudely drawn Sonic that just says gotta go fast. Yeah, um, and that's become just like this real like memed image. Yeah, and to the point where they it made it into Steven Universe. Yeah, it, and to the point like it's like the official Sonic Twitter has tweeted it out. Yeah, and has done some really. Yeah. So I love him for that. That's all I gotta say. If if you're not following Sonic the Hedgehog on Twitter, like, like Sonic
1: you, underscore Hedgehog, right? Yeah, that's the uh, official Sonic. That's channel. who you need to follow. Yeah,
2: do not um, steal. <laughs> Do not steal.
1: Um, right. Uh, I, oh, one uh, another point on Twitter is Naoto Oshima, one of the creators of Sonic. Uh huh. Um, he is on Twitter and he follows me um, because <laughs> he posted something about he was working on uh, Hey Pikmin, yeah, the DS three, game, yeah, a uh, three DS game, and he uh, said something about. Like, hey, you know, like, we worked really hard on this game. It's really cute. I I hope you guys can enjoy it or something. And it just came off to me as so earnest, like, just really sincere. And I said as much in in response, thinking, like, it's just a fart in the wind. Like, you know, he's not ever going to see that or anything. But I'm a Sonic fan. Uh, and I'm a Pikmin fan, so I just threw that in there. And then he responded to it. It was like, Thank you so much. Like, I hope you like it or whatever. And then he followed me back. Oh, I love it. So now I have to buy that fucking game. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you are legally <laughs> obligated I know, I to. am,
2: right. I, I have to. Uh, but yeah, that kind of brings us to the end of the show. So uh, at the end of the show, I always ask what people are playing. So, Chris, since you're the special guest, I'm going to ask you first what, what have you been playing? Oh God, uh, I've been playing with my... Jo- no, um <laughs>
3: uh, I've been playing a lot of Final Fantasy XIV, okay. Stormblood. Nice. Uh, I'm still working my way through that. It's fantastic. Uh, and then Splatoon 2, I just picked it up. Hell and yeah. Nice. Samron is probably the greatest thing in it. And I do not care about
1: the rest of the game. Oh no! So. See, I shouldn't. <laughs> hell yeah! Well, you. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. no, no, no like, Everyone I has don't, their
1: preference, you know. I
3: don't think like it's bad or anything. Like I just think that, like I, I if I play a shooter online, you know, whatever, I want to play with, like, okay, so Splatoon's a four-player team. I would want to play with three friends, like, sure. and, it, and with randoms I don't care, like, and I get too emotional about it, and I'm just like I don't like enjoy it. Yeah. So samurai is something that since it's cooperative and there's really like you know no uh, human AI you know against me, like it's just AI. I like that more. I, that's what I go for more nowadays. Okay, that's Cool. cool. Me,
1: so, sure. Um, Joseph, what have you been playing? Um, at this point, it's become a tradition to mention Magikarp Jump. Yeah, the iOS uh, game. <laughs> I have That's just, just a good recently. playing a video game. <laughs> I have just recently beat the like Ultra League or whatever. Um, so I'm basically at the end of the game. I, I'm. Uh, what else can you even do with this? Game? Uh, I don't know yet. I don't know. Uh, I'll, I can touch what he can do. If you hold
3: down the icon for it. A little X will oh, next level, just got put in. <laughs> um, <laughs> All
1: right. But besides yeah, yeah, Magikarp yeah. Jump, right, what else um, are you to play? Splatoon 2, of course. Um, super into it. Yeah. Uh, playing the, the main game, like this, the um, Turf War. Just a lot, trying to level up my inkling. Yeah. Um, playing some... Some salmon run. I agree. It is. It's a great addition. Although. Oh yeah, we
3: played that the other day. Like, yeah. Uh, that's
1: right. Yeah, we did. I think I. I think it was the first time I ever played it. Um, I find that I don't love salmon run as much as most people who seem to say that that's like the highlight of the whole experience and the best yeah. part. Or even like Chris, like he's not the only one I've heard say like that's the only part that I'm really into. Uh huh. Um, I get that, and it is super cool. But I still. I think what happened is I was really bad at Splatoon on the Wii U, and being really bad at something and not really ever making any progress, you you lose interest. You fall off. So as much as I liked it conceptually and just did enjoy the game, I didn't get much out of it because I just sucked too bad. Yeah. Playing 2 so much later felt fresh, so I gave it this new like uh, reinvigorated chance, and I used they kind of force you to use different weapons through like um, the one-player mode and through Salmon Run, and so they forced me to not use the roller or the paintbrush and yeah. to discover that I'm horrible with those and that I can actually play and do okay with like the basic splatter shot and the the zapper and stuff. Yeah. So now I'm like, oh, this is Splatoon. This is the fun that people had playing Splatoon when they didn't just lose one hundred percent of the time. Now, I still <laughs> lose more than I win but I'm playing now like I can there's a point to playing I might actually win so it's a whole new experience for me that's awesome um, so I'm playing that um and yeah I'm gonna say I hate to admit this that's kind of the only thing I'm playing sure because uh I have games I, like I haven't beat Shovel Knight for Switch uh and I so have played and beat right I have played and beat it before uh and I have Cave Story on Switch, and I've played and beat that before yeah. on 3DS. So I haven't beat it on. So I got both of those games, and then just didn't beat them on sure. Switch. I feel a little bad about it. Yeah. But yeah, what are you playing?
2: Uh, I am still playing Link's Awakening for like the bajillionth time, and I've been putting a lot of time into Fallout Three. Just mm. so much, so much Fallout Three. Um, but that's probably gonna do it. For this episode of New Nintendo Podcast XL, Uh, Chris, if people want to follow you on social media, where can they find you? Uh, It's
3: Burezu in Japan, which is all one word. B U R E Z U I N J A P A N. Uh, It's pretty much everything. It's just mostly Twitter that I use right now. I do. Do some like Pokemon TCG videos, like here and there, uh, when I feel like there's something interesting to talk about yeah. uh, because I do play in a different format. I play in Japan and there's different metagame and whatnot, um, which is its same name on YouTube. You can find that stuff. So, oh, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say
1: his YouTube video is actually pretty impressive. Um, Chris's <laughs> thanks
3: to the um, art of my wife, like, right? That's yeah, I was gonna yeah. plug
1: so Cecily did some artwork, um, like some kind of expression avatars oh nice um, of, of Chris's like persona and they're just adorable and super expressive and her art
2: her just art
1: improves every time I see a new piece it's better than the last one I saw if, So to be
3: honest if there's anything you should check out it's soupsuka.com s-u or sorry s-o-u-p-s-u-k-a dot com like that's my wife's art. Like that's more or less what I care about right now. So oh, everybody, great, great. she's
1: awesome. Chris is awesome. They're really yeah, cool they're people, and they're listeners. Like these <laughs> guys listen to our show um, and, and comment on it and, and give us constructive criticism, and uh, for that we're very thankful. Yeah,
2: I'm very very appreciative of that. Um, I am at New Standard on Twitter and The biz on
1: Instagram, and yeah, I am Spooky Tanuki on everything. And if you want to follow our official accounts, uh,
2: we have, fuck. (laughs) From the top.
1: Uh, follow our social media accounts. Uh, we have an Instagram that's New Nintendo Podcast XL on Instagram. We have, we have, a, have a Twitter.
2: Twitter. It's at uh, New Nintendo Cast. We have an email. It's New Nintendo at gmail.com, and we have a Facebook, which is NNPXL. You can follow us there. Like Facebook, like comment, subscribe.
1: Leave last a yeah, last thing we gotta beg every time for the love of God. Throw us a bone and give us that five star review yeah, on, on Apple iTunes. iTunes. Yeah. I think <laughs> if you're gonna do anything for us other than listen, uh, hit us up with that review because that moves us closer to the top on you yeah. know when people search Nintendo. Yes. We're not trying to compete with IGN. We're not trying to be the top Nintendo podcast. Hell, we talked about a non Nintendo property this whole time. Yeah. But we're just trying to give like uh, a unique perspective on the things that we all love. Yes. Um, and if we just show up in the search, mm-hmm. we're good. That's it. So so give us that rating and push us yeah. up a little bit.
2: Uh, and one more quick comment. I just want to say, so I did tweet this out, but if you aren't following our Twitter for whatever reason, uh, our show's now going to be bi-weekly. Um, that way we can plan episode, episodes, <laughs> uh, <laughs> episodes. They can episodes see more people out. that way. We can, well, we're done. Uh, Plan episodes out more thoroughly, and just have these more long format shows, and just that's the format that we're gonna go with for now. So that's just how it is, and I hope you're okay with it.
3: Describe social media. It's not like you're trying to describe what a black Donkey Kong Uniqlo shirt looks like. (laughs) Oh God, I'm gonna
2: kick your ass, Chris. (laughs) 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 That's the end of the show. Bye.
0: bye. You guys treat Sonic like it's trash. But you treat games like Halo, Call of Duty, Bioshock, and etc, 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 like it's treasure. What the frick? I mean, seriously. I mean, you call, like, first-person shooters, as we all knew, have the same type of gameplay, same gameplay mechanics, except, oh, that's not all. They have different plots so that must mean all first-person shoes are revolutionary no they're all the same you guys are being cheated on you idiots while you guys say Sonic isn't revolutionary Sonic isn't creative because oh a blue hedgehog who can run at the speed of sound in Platforming gameplay that spent that blends with speed gameplay as Sonic fights against Dr. Robotnik and his army of badniks. Oh!